Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries. And we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Heidling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Heidelin cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter or elusir of the coyote totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull or outsiders who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the Wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Hi, y'all. Hello. Welcome to the Alarn Adventuring Company. I'm your dungeon master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me, I have Alicia Kelly. Hello. And Blake Wolf. It me. Hello. I need. I needed a, a fun thing that I say every time, so I'm going to do the Yasha. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yep. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, oh God. Uh, what? What do I do? Um, <laughs> hello, everybody. I forgot how to stream for a second. Uh, Only been a week. Uh, well, a lot's happened in the last week. That's true. Just, just around my apartment. So. Hey, Weesh. We'll, uh, hmm. Back up from your mic slightly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alicia. Sorry. Back up. Well, no. You were going into the red, and I was like, ah, "Oh, sorry." No, you're killing Oops. people. Oopsie poops. Um, so, those are the worst kind of poops. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> there we go. Already. I'm exhausted, um, so it's gonna be goofy. Oh no, it's not okay. again! I have zero memory of what happened last week. So, like, after we got off the writing group earlier. I went and like skimmed the video and then <laughs> promptly forgot again. Sweet. And then I re-skimmed it and wrote the notes. And so now I vaguely remember what happened. I was getting an iced chai latte, so I haven't I didn't do anything. Great. Cool. Um last time you guys uh left I'm gonna skip the beginning of that. You you did some stuff around Volfira before you set out for Seer Ray of Fear. And you arrived on Saurus the Seventh, um, and made your way to a sailor bar called the Blue Footed Booby. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was fun. Best um, the booby. You the happened booby. to while looking for a crew to take up the Cradle of the Dawn and start your trading route for you. You happened to run across Captain Marigan Ziegler, Ziegler. Uh, Marigan Ziegler, and. Uh, he recognized Kit and offered his services. What are you doing, Ben? Nothing. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> um, and you decided to hire him and his crew for two gold per person per week, uh, which is going to be, because you have ten crew members, it's going to be twenty gold per week. Um... Starting on Saurus the seventh, you started them out with two hundred gold to get them started with uh, buying things to actually trade and 
the first bit of wages. So they should be good to go from there. Um, you renamed and repainted the ship. It is now the Kitten Caboodle. <laughs> sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Just gotta have a little, little, little bit of chaos every so often. Uh-huh. That's Kit, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Silas got recognized in the streets and punched, but you managed to not get into a full all-out brawl. Um, you spent a little time at the Grand Seeger li- Library researching Walkers, Amnoblin, and Senna. <laughs> uh, went to the Jarl's Hall to make contact with some Sentinels and happened across one Mr. Ansem Molinark, who is in the middle of a very heated argument with Jarl Ingrid Hellstrom uh, because he wanted help to find his missing husband and she basically said I can't do shit for you because we don't have the the supplies for it Um, Marin greeted Ansem in person for the first time and knowing knowing who she was and remembering he agreed to help outfit you with some ammo you also got to talking and found out that he's actually headed to the same place as you. Um, hold on. People are trying to talk to me. They know I'm streaming. What the fuck are you doing? Um, so odds are that Ansem may be accompanying you to Taldunost. Mm-hmm. Um, he did tell you a little bit about knowing former walkers and actually being nearby when the Seffen Hyde was destroyed. Um, and he tells you that his husband, uh, a chaser from the Guild of the Gate, known as Ethane Molinark, was killed and turned into a walker. And he may have contributed to that whole Seffen Hyde thing. Um, you get invited to his usually summer estate, but obviously it's currently late fall, uh, at the north of town. And you briefly run into the famed Dr. Jessison and Dr. Charles Grimm after Jessa managed to blow up the front gate of her home by what means you know not. Um, Sounds like a normal day. You discuss a little Fair, bit more. Yeah. yeah, you discuss a little bit more with Ansem, uh, what he knows about the cults, and he reveals to you that they keep records about their walkers, so there's possibility that they could have a few things for you guys to actually go and uh, read and whatnot. So we're starting on Saurus the 8th. It is mid to late fall. It is morning, and you all just spent a very comfortable night in some of the probably richest bedrooms that uh, at least Kit has seen since uh, Port Saurus. Have we have we made any plans to leave yet, or are we still? You haven't said when you're gonna leave, but I was assuming it would be soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, because we still gotta set that factory on fire. Yeah, we do. So. Oh my god. Uh. Huh? Yeah, so... What would you like to do? I don't know. Um, we already... 
Well, we already went to the library. We already, what? Go I ahead. would like to wake up and stretch <laughs> luxuriously and be like, wow, <laughs> these are the nicest beds I have stayed in since Port Saris. Wow. Thanks, asshole. You're welcome. Um, do I do so that like dog thing where I like yawn and stick my tongue out really dog. far and yeah. then like and then afterwards? Sure, yeah. if you want. Just to get it all lubricated back up again. Gross. Uh, That's what it is. So, um, for Marin, this is probably the richest place you've ever stayed in. Oh, even richer um, than back home? Damn. Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, Mar- fuck. The people of Mars Rest are pirates. They really don't have that. I guess, got, but. They got a castle, but they don't have the best stuff. I guess. Um, This is like the summer home of one of the richest men in the world. Yeah. So it's fucking... Ben, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? I'm a unicorn. Why are you so goofy on streams? I don't know. Because I literally speak to nobody. Ever. (laughs) Nay. You look like Princess Bubblegum. I don't know who that is, but thank you. The Adventure Time. I was yep. gonna say Haven't Teletubby. Yeah. Oh, Teletubby. I've seen that. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Me too. But anyway, uh, yeah, this place is pretty, pretty rich though. Not like it's not like everything is made of gold. Ansem is a very like. A little bit of a sparse decorator. Um, oh, that's right. He's a minimalist gay. <laughs> yeah, I remember that yeah, comment. Right. He's not, not straight up minimalist, but most of what he most of what he has around is either useful or from his craft. Utilitarian so gay. There's there's not a lot of like superfluous stuff, uh, at least in the sense that a lot of the decoration has to do with what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just pretty shit for the sake of being pretty. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, each of the bedrooms has, like, a big-ass bed with a, a fairly nice, like, four-poster setup. Um, nightstands, wow. candles at the ready. Yeah. Basins, their own private parlors attached. There's Damn. books all over the place. A private like, parlor? A private parlor? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, private washrooms, all that fun stuff. Damn. Yeah. Ooh. It's not a castle, but it is a small mansion. Okay, so like not to derail anything, but I can get a four-poster steel frame bed for my queen for like $200. Oh, that's not bad. I want it. Like right now, actually. <laughs> I get just it. bought a brand new frame. I don't need another one. <laughs> well, return that one and get the four-poster. Come on. <laughs> Why? Why do you? And it's made of solid steel, so that means it will take things that you can attach to it. (laughs) Welcome to D and D, everybody. Welcome to D and D. Hey, we're talking about a gay man with a utilitarian house and four poster beds. We all know that there's hard points installed. He's like 70. Doesn't matter. So? You said he was a spry 70. Yeah. He's a partial elf 70. Okay, we're, so he's We're going to be getting into fucking like combat with this guy. I'm sure he can handle 
anything else. A little else. bit of BDSM. Recreational. And also <laughs> considering his husband is like a guy who really doesn't age very fast. Yeah, he needs to be able to keep up with him. There you go. There you go. So, anyway. Anyway. What y'all doing? What's for breakfast? Um, breakfast yeah. is put on by the small serving staff that is currently present. Um, basically, it's it's less of a, like, they just serve breakfast and more of a, what would you like and we'll make it for you kind of Ooh. breakfast. It's a restaurant. It's a little more limited because this is like the far north, but they can do a lot of stuff. Mm. Uh, ooh, Which pancakes I should say, sound great. What? Pancakes. That can be done. Hell yeah. Um, I should say that when you guys do come down to join the, uh, the breakfast nook, um, the nook. Uh, Bull is already there scarfing down a just platter of bacon, sausage, anything he can get his hands on. Gotta get those carbs. Yeah. None of what Probably was loading. just listed is a carb. That was all protein. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm a dumbass. <laughs> okay. Oh my. You know what I really need? Some carbs. Get me some bacon. <laughs> Sorry, I mixed up carbs and protein. Um, <laughs> no! That was me! It I was Weesh. <laughs> you listed and bacon and sausage, and Weesh was like, gotta that, get those carbs. Does that cup say bounce a crow off your witches? Bounce a coin off your witcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's an <laughs> ass. <laughs> Oh, I've I used this tell. cup like a billion times. <laughs> I couldn't see it previously. I thought it was like a Halloween version. No, though. it's bounce a coin off your witches. Bounce a off your witches. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I would drink out of that cup. Bounce a crow off your witch. You just have a witch on a broomstick being knocked off by yeah. a crow. Oh, God. that'd be funny. No. It's it's pretty. It, it'd be up there with Honkus Ponkus. Oh, I was wearing that yesterday. Um, oh, did you see? You guys saw my new shirt that I got, mm -hmm. right? I'll wear it next time. But yeah. yeah, right now I'm wearing my my gay black tee. But what your your regular dick energy? No, no, I got a tank top. It's a blue tank top with a Kermit the Frog tarot card, and it just oh, says yeah, the Kermit. And I think yeah. it's fucking hilarious. Because he's got his little cup of tea and, like, that Kermit face that he always does when he's annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Kermit face. Um, anyway. I can't even make the, the Kermit face. Good God, you two. <laughs> it's uh, a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No wonder nobody watches us. Good morning, There Bull. are actually people that I'm talking to who watch us, so... Oh, huh. hi, everybody. <laughs> I didn't know that. Not necessarily live, but they well, watch the right bot. Now. Well, yeah. still, Hello. Um, Hi on Wednesday. <laughs> um, Good morning, Bull. Yeah. Bull's there. Uh, Silas walks down with you, and Bull like looks up with like a handful of bacon in one hand. He's like, "Hi, hi, hi. Why do you look like we just caught you?" Slowly puts it back on the plate, and he's like, "I kind of got carried away." It's it's okay. I'm sure. <laughs> he just swallows it whole. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's really good. You should chew, because that's not good for your digestive system, but... <clears throat> um, uh, good morning. 
I will order breakfast. Um, by the way, Ben, is yeah. the is the um looking at the actual stream, I think the uh the center is off. On what? Something's weird about it. It looks fine on my side. Oh no, I'm thinking I'm thinking the edge was somewhere it wasn't. I'm sorry, never mind. Um it looked weird to me. I'm sorry. Ignore me. Sorry. I ordered uh, breakfast. <laughs> me okay. too. Uh, anything in particular, or just like give us pancakes and some other shit? Pancakes and what else? Uh, Those mimosas? are carbs. Actually. Ooh, mimosas. <laughs> yeah, mimosas. Oh my god! Hell really yeah! Want- it's this oh. isn't breakfast now. This is brunch. There's, <laughs> Hell yeah! There's a restaurant here in town that I love going to brunch for, and I miss it so much. Which. Well, maybe you don't. Want I mean, to say, we can but... we can sure the old goat. Oh, I've heard old of that. Goat. Yeah. yeah. So they it literally has a taxidermied goat on top <laughs> of the sign out front, which is fucking hilarious to me. But um, yeah, they do brunch on Sundays, and they have like four dollar mimosas and bloody marys, and then four dollars. Yeah, that's alcohol. It's not that yeah. expensive. If you were for to alcohol. buy it at any other time during, they'd be twelve. Yeah. Wait, what's in a mimosa? Champagne, Champagne and orange juice. And orange oh, juice. I'm thinking yeah. I'm thinking of Malibu and orange juice. Oh. oh, that would still be more than that. But anyway, yeah. since a it's restaurant. a restaurant. But um That's they have like a really good menu and they make fresh beignets. With oh! a lemon custard and blackberry jam that's made in house and it's so good and I hate I being go. gluten intolerant. Mm. Oh! That sounds so good. So I just eat the lemon custard because it's delicious. <laughs> okay. We can make most of those things happen. Here. And then they do like like a like a breakfast hash that's really, really, mm. really, really, really good. Oh, you know what I was craving the other day? Eggs Benedict. Oh, they have such good eggs Benedict. I would like some eggs Benedict as well okay. in game. Okay. Yes, bring just it. to tie it bring me some hollandaise sauce i want it I, smothered all over my body i complain but one of my favorite things that you guys do is get really into food in this game yeah <laughs> i complain but i love it um but yeah basically they they could bring out within reason most of the things that you request there are some things that just aren't available in this part of the world but they can they can do their best um i want breakfast and- hash and you're, beignets. You're all getting into your breakfast and like like almost halfway done um, and bowls into like his third serving because he's a big boy. Um, when he's eaten an Ansem, entire pig by now. Um, when Ansem comes down. Um, he walks a little stiffly, like more than usual. Um, you could see he's probably like adjusting to being awake with a fake leg. Um, and so he... Oh, that's of, right makes his way down the stairs um his his arm works on its own like it's not like a prosthetic arm it's an actual like tinker clockwork enchanted arm but his leg isn't quite that updated so he still walks with the cane and uh, he makes his way to the uh table where you guys are um the sort of medium length gray hair pulled back and he looks at all of you says 
Well, you're certainly giving the uh, chef a workout today, I see. I mean, don't look at me. It's mostly bull. It's bull. <laughs> and bull like stops again. He's like, um, sorry. I'm joking. I'm kidding. Uh, We're all ordering things. And uh, <clears throat> one of the uh, servers comes in and just puts like a little like plate in front of Ansem, which is just like basically a biscuit and maybe some eggs and coffee. Oh, oh. That's about all he he's a bottom. <laughs> he's not. Don't believe it. it. When you meet Ithane, you'll know that oh. Ithane is the bottom. Um, he likes to <laughs> pretend to be a top, but he is a straight up bottom. Like most of them. Yeah. Uh, but Ansem just sort of tucks into his breakfast. And uh, is there anything you guys want to get into, talk about before you get ready for your day, or do you just want to take off and get shit? Well, we should probably talk a little bit more about our game plan, and well, I don't know. That's the thing, is like, now I don't know how much I want to be present for a lot of the actual plan making, just in case, but Mm. we have to decide what route we're going. Uh, We're going up to Haven, or if we're going through Hilmanir. Well, Silas looks over you and he says, We've already discussed quite a few things. They they know we're coming. I guess so. Okay. All right. Well, fine. Are we going to Haven or are we going through Hilmere? Uh, Haven would be the potentially safer route, but Hilmere would be faster. Yeah. Who wants to go fast? Who wants to go safe? Um, Bull speaks up. He says, Well, I know the... What the fuck is his accent right now? I can't get Kiwi back. Hold on. What's my gateway phrase for Kiwi? Did you say something about taking an airplane somewhere? What? <laughs> uh... Oh, God. What? It was something about taking taking an airplane to Wellington. Yeah, <laughs> Wellington? Wellington. Wellington. We got on a plane to Wellington. Yeah, there it is. There, there you go. go. <laughs> um, he says, "Well, I know the um, I know the way through Hjalmar. I've never really been through Haven. Um, in fact, I've never been there. Period. But um, it, it sort of depends. Do you do you want to go the safer sort of route with a road for most of the way? Or do you want to go the wilder and faster route? But there are friends along the way. Yeah, because D is in Hilmanir. Uh, D will be in Hilmanir. There's other friends in actual uh, along the Norwoods that are sort of help out Hilmanir. Also, either way we go, we'll be probably passing through Urskar and then either turning north or west. Uh, unless we want to follow the coast. I, mean, I feel like... I feel like the less... The harder we are to find along the way, it might be better. 
but also there's more chance of us just being attacked by things we're not ready for. So it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. And if we go up to Haven, there might be other clues and stuff that we can pick up. Yeah, and we know that there's a Heidelin stronghold up there somewhere. We might be able to learn something about that. We, If we went up there, we'd follow the road that crosses the Ursa River a few times. We'd also go through Pilgrim Pass, which I don't know if either you interested in that. That's sort of part of Kit's heritage. Um, but Haven itself is in kind of a weird place right now. It's a little bit in the middle of a revo- revolution. Uh, hopefully getting through peacefully at the moment, but if we went up that way, we would end up uh, going through the pass uh, that follows the Dun River as well. There's a lot of friendly villages along that way. Um, mostly Giri and Dalmaric people. Um, it's really once we get into the Woods and the Woods that it's, it starts to get kind of dangerous because of the skinwalkers and all. Hmm. Um, what do you think, Kip? I'm, I'm worried about going up to Haven because I don't want to get sucked into all the problems going on there or getting approached by Kenna. Yeah. That's true, too. Um, well, in depending on sort of what we get up to and told Donost and what we find out I mean the nearest stronghold of the Hydaelyn cult is going to be in the Jotun circle so it might be best to go around the outside of the Leonfjalls that way we don't alert them to our presence nearby Yeah. and that way once we do get up to tell Donost we'll pass through the mountains and then go back toward the convergence where the uh, Manamarig is Mm-hmm. Um, sort of make a circuit of the whole place rather than doubling back on ourselves. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we're going to have to go see Kenna at some point. Yeah, that's probably. But I'm not sure if I want to do it sooner. I think maybe us having a little bit more information on our side might be helpful. That way we can at least offer her something if she's righteously pissed. As per usual. Yeah. So, okay. We'll go through Hilmenir then. Okay. Well, the road that I know is uh, from Sigurayafir up to Vague through the Bjorning Woods. Then we hit Erskar and we turn west. There is a road to Janvag that... Uh, has a fork that heads further west, but um, things kind of drop off. There are no real roads, just a couple trails here and there um, along the edge of the foothills. So what we'll probably end up doing is just following the coastline up till we hit some of the uh, harbor, uh, the uh, bays up there. And then the second bay over is the isle where Hjolmanir is. So, um, I know how to get there, 
but it's going to be a lot of following natural landmarks instead of roads and, you know, safe outposts and things like that. Well, you'll so be we, our guide then. Well, we should probably get ready for uh, a long journey with... There'll be plenty to hunt and uh, forage along the way, and Kit and I are probably best suited for that, but uh, we'll want to take along some emergency rations, especially since winter's coming. And uh, once we get to the edge of the foothills, we can see if there's a little village nearby, we can see if maybe they have um, like a small boat they could ferry us over with. Uh, if the water isn't too frozen by the time we get there. <coughs> um, but we'll we'll see when we get there. Yeah. All right. Okay. We got a plan. Uh, best to travel light up till we get to Erskar, at least. So we shouldn't have to do too much till we get there. Yeah. Um, so you guys are going to be following the Hyde Fork of the Ursa River. Um, so yeah, that'll take you up to Vague, to Urskar, and then to West. Yeah. Across the Bearclaw Fort, across the Palica. And... Yep. Okay. It's a lot of walking. It is indeed. So if you wish to have horses, do it now. Hmm. Um, there are uh, there are actually a few different animals you could pick from. Uh, not terribly well uh, common um, in all of Atlaran are horses. You can find them anywhere. Um, there are also pack animals you can take along if you have anything heavy. Um, like you'll probably want to, depending on whether or not you have room for them in your uh, bags, you may want to invest in some heavier tents and like winter gear and such. Um, the, uh, the other option for sort of overland travel, you could of course invest in a cart that would serve you pretty much the whole way if you wanted to have a steady constant forward motion or if you want to spend a little bit of money, there are these creatures called drakes that are these Partial lizard, very feline, um, basically horse-sized wingless dragons. Um, and they run at about twice the speed of a horse. Um, they're very expensive, and there's not a guarantee that you'll find enough of them. Uh, but being that you're in a major city, uh, you could find enough. They're super fast, super intelligent. They're carnivores mostly. Um, and I don't know, my other players really like them if you want to invest in some some mounts. But they've got a lot more personality than horses. <laughs> Great, so that means they're, they're assholes. Well, <laughs> again, they're very cat-like, but they also have very dog-like personalities assholes. sometimes as well. Yeah. <laughs> Up to y'all. Or oh. see if Jessasan will lend you an airship. Oh. I mean, uh, we could. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely take less time. It's true. There's one in town. In the harbor. 
Yeah, the exploded one. Oh no, one. no, not not that one. There's another oh. one. Oh. Um, the crashed one is one of the coal-powered airships. Well, mm. I think we're also going for discreetness, right? Well, so you mean you don't want to sail through the sky on the famous Storm Throne, one of the only five airships left? I airships left. Yeah, I think that might make us like just a flying target at that point. I mean, it usually uh, does. That's, yeah. That's usually the case with the Storm Throne period is just constantly targeted. Yeah. So, uh, I, I turned to Molinark. You, you have horses, don't you? Or, uh, not, not here. He rode one across town. Did he? I thought, yes. <laughs> he has one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, damn it. Um, gosh, I, how much money do I have? Because all that sounds expensive as fuck. You guys should have a pretty penny. If I yeah. How much are horses? Uh, horses with tack in Seeker Rayafir would probably run you about 100 gold. Oh, that's not that's bad. It? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys have to remember that, like, most people make a gold a week. Yeah. Uh, man, we rich. Yeah, for yeah. real. Why well, we, we did also. <laughs> we did also raid the the treasury of the arbiters before Wait, we left, so that's probably why. Double check on those horses real quick. Uh... Because 100 gold seems kind of inexpensive for a horse. Riding horse typically in D&D terms is 75 gold. So in Seager Ray, if you're with Tack, it would actually probably be closer to 150 because they're a little harder to get here. Yeah. We can get horses. Whatever. I, mean, I don't even need a horse. Expensive. I can just wild shape. That is, that's true. You want to do that every day? I mean, I can do it twice a day, every day, so I can just be whatever animal I want to be. <clears throat> I mean, I guess. Sometimes um, I'm a bird. Sometimes for I'm comparison, a chihuahua. Uh, drakes with tack are 900 gold each. Oh my god. Woof. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. They're, they're also northern drakes, so they're very uh, built for the cold. Well, I think horses work just fine. Horses sound great. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll go get some horses then. Uh, okay. I will get a horse, but I'm not sure how much I'm really going to ride it. Okay. What does my horse look like? Do you? Are there color yeah. choices? What's the color yes. choices? Normal horse colors. That could be literally fucking anything. What? Exactly. Oh my god. The, okay. okay, so the most common horse up here is going to be a either a Belgian draft or a or the equivalent of a Belgian draft uh, or a Shire. So very very big hardy like work and war horses. Um, okay. Uh, Ardennes are also fairly prevalent. 
um, more in the like quicker riding horse area, which don't do super well in like the frigid cold, would be like uh, probably like saddlers. Um, might find a paint or two, but uh, the the heavy like stock horses are the uh, cold weather ones. Okay. I will. I'll take one of them because they're they're probably just going to be brown, but they can literally be any color that a horse. I can just be. googled them. I also when we're when <laughs> they, we're out they getting run any neutral color. But... When I'm out getting when I'm out getting horses with Kit and he's complaining about the color, I cast make it pink <gasps> on the horse. Using a, a bit of pink fabric I have, and I'm like, "Look, pink horse. You can make great. it anything you want." That's going to be very noticeable from a distance. <laughs> I am going to turn the horse mustard yellow, and I'm going to be like, "I want this one." <laughs> okay. Hello, sir. Are we going to name all of these after uh, toilets? No. Like. <laughs> Uh, actually, I would like to maybe do this later uh, because I don't uh, have the spell pulled up. But do I hang on? Speak with animals. Is that a ritual? Yes, it is. You can cast it as a ritual if you have it prepared. Okay. I will cast Speak with Animals. Do you have it prepared? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, I will what cast- would you like to say to the horse? I want to find a horse with a good personality. <laughs> Make me an animal handling check. Yes. Oh, no. It's not great. Uh, animal handling. 14. Just kidding. 15. Um, Most of them are fairly, like, gruff and, like, weathered. Even the younger ones are just like, Jesus, fuck, it's cold. Um, <laughs> but you do manage to find one, uh, probably a lighter bay uh, shire, who seems to have a little more of a spark in her eyes. She's a mare. Um, and as you approach her, she's like, unlike the other horses who are just like, oh boy, a person. She's like, ooh, person. Mm. She's a little more pleasant. I pick her. I'm like, hello, Miss Horse. Hello. What's your name? I don't know. You don't know your name? No. Huh. What if... I'll come up with one for you. Maribel. No. We Maribel. cannot have Merrigan, Marin, and Maribel. <laughs> we can't. But Maribel's from the Crystal Eye, my newest favorite oh. book by Blake R. Wolf. Wow. <laughs> that was that was fucking convincing. Thank you. I know. That was an Aaron Hansen level yeah. like advertisement. I'm wow. just so jazzed about the Crystal Eye. <laughs> Gosh, guys, I can't, I can't focus. I'm just so excited to continue <laughs> reading *The Crystal Eye* by Blake R. Wolf, book one in the Crystalline. Fucking, I forgot what Chronicles. it's called. Series. Chronicles. Chronicles. Yeah, the Crystalline Chronicles. Yeah, it's Crystalline yeah. Chronicles. Yeah. 
came out yesterday. <laughs> wow. 99 yeah. cents right now. Mm-hmm, for um, the next two weeks. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to name her Mary Kate. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't name my other one Ashley because <laughs> Silas is Crow's name, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> so then we'll have the crow riding the horse and it'll be Mary Kate and Ashley. There we go. <laughs> and then, and then Marin's will be Olson. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it'll be Elizabeth, the the oh, other Olson sister. The other okay. Olson sister. The one that mm-hmm. nobody remembers. Yeah, but the one She's who actually like has a Marvel good acting movies. career. Yeah. I don't know who she is. She's Scarlet Witch. She's Scarlet Witch. Witch. I don't know who that is. Oh my god. Uh, I don't watch movies. God, she's been in so many really good movies. Anyway. Yeah, I don't watch movies. She's mm. a good actress. She is. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. Well, how about Mary Kate? Okay. I was asking her that. I know, that was her answer. Oh, okay. Alright, well I shall purchase thee, and we shall go. You probably shouldn't tell the horse that you're going to purchase her. I mean, I don't I think, think anyone's. I think they know. Well, yeah, but yeah, and she, uh, as the stable hand comes up and opens the uh, door for her, she's like, "Oh, oh, are we leaving?" Yes, we're leaving. Yay! And she just like trots out of there. You mean instead of yay, she goes nay, nay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I have a better name. I'm gonna give her a Gaelic name. Sinead. Okay. Because it's Sinead. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's horrible. All right, Sinead. <laughs> uh, yep. Fuck you. Sinead the horse. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It takes 30 damage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I'll recover. Damage. I'll recover. Yeah. Uh, Marin, what kind of hoss would you like? Oh, a I don't know. <laughs> a hoss. One that can walk, preferably. They, wow. They, pretty much most of them can do that. Pretty I, much all of them can walk. I go over to a black one and I'm like, you, you look great. Kit, can you talk to this one and see if yes? Yeah. Uh, sup, cool. bro? <laughs> Hello. Oh yeah, he seems cool. Um, you said one word to him. Do you want to? He said more than that to me. Uh, do you, you want to? Do you want to get out of here, buddy? Yeah, that'd be nice. It smells like shit in here. <laughs> <laughs> this horse is perfect for you. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. He's cool. Oh. Okay, fine. His name is Roger. <coughs> Roger. He told, yeah, he told me. Okay. Mm. Sup, Roger. <laughs> Alright, cool. I like this one. Sure. He just clops his way out of there. Clippity cloppity. Um, gosh, what kind of horse did Silas get? Probably the bitchy one. <laughs> Um, actually, because he has foresight, he's, no, no, because that wouldn't work in forests. Um, 
He's gonna get one that's sort of a dark brown uh, color, like a dark chestnut, um, just for the sake of being stealthy in forests. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, a big old shire. Um, so you guys, I, I ask him. I ask him, what's his what's his name? You have to pick out a name. We all have names. Her name. Okay, what's her name? I don't know yet. I'm thinking about it. Do you want me to mm-hmm. ask her? No. <laughs> oh. Because you'll lie. What? What? I would As never we... lie. I don't trust you, kid. And he walks out with his horse. Mm. Fair. Bull picks out the prettiest white horse he can find. Of course. Just a big, beautiful white mare uh, shire. Uh, actually, no, let's go with the, the even bigger draft horse. Because um, he needs a big horse. And he's just in love with her. Yeah, he's probably like cuddling her and like, yeah. giving like, oh, I've had a horse in so long. Oh. Kiwis are known for their connections with horses, especially the farmers. Are they? Yeah, there's a lot of Kiwi ranchers. Mm. Gotta herd all those Kiwi. Gotta herd all the sheep. Yeah. That would be hilarious to see a small herd of Kiwi birds. Oh, I was thinking of the fruit, and I was just like the little... I immediately went to the big dumbass birds with their long beaks, and they're just like... You know, velociraptoring across a that makes more sense yeah. the than the fruit reason, <laughs> the only reason they're so big is because their eggs are the size of their bodies that's terrifying yeah, yeah that's why they're so fat and round is because their bodies are literally just bigger than their eggs and baby kiwis are just so much barely smaller than their parents. That is horrifying. Yeah, it, it is. A lot of them die because they can't lay their eggs. Oh my god. Ugh. Kiwis are like those really weird like, oh, they're like these things, those scrunchy pouches, but they're like all stretched out afterwards. <laughs> they just hold think, an egg. I don't think, okay. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a great visual. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, each of you mark off 150 gold for your horses. I did. I, did. I already did. And your tech. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get the fuck out of there. Uh, Someone's stealing a horse right now because the alarm is yeah. going off. Um, I imagine we also have to get clothes and stuff because we probably don't have a lot of hardy up clothing. North. Yeah. Let's um, go get clothes. Get some shoes. Let's get some shoes. I was about to say that. Um, the uh, yeah. Um, so you can decide whatever your uh, winter clothes look like, but to get a full set um, and like gloves and all that fun stuff and all the accessories, um, we'll probably run you like ten gold. Okay. Oh. Done. I think, yeah, I think mine will just be kind of like, I would want to go for blue, but that's not very stealthy blend in with the the trees. So I will go for like a gray, like a stone gray 
type thing with like a long cloak with like fur lined stuff. I'm really descriptive. Yeah. Fur fur lined stuff. Okay. I'm fucking no. You're a writer. Yeah, not a talker. (laughs) I definitely want a cloak that like is made completely of animal furs. And has like one of the the heads on top, so I can like put like a coyote head like on top of my head with a oh, little snout sticking go. out. So I yeah. just look like full blown shaman as I'm riding through the woods. Okay, that I was thinking nice. like the little is it called a toboggan? The little like fur lined hat that like has the flaps that go over oh, ears. I don't know. Um, that's called a yushanka. Sure, that a toboggan. I don't know. I don't either. I know like, a toboggan like the, is a long like the Russian style. I know that, that but the there's flaps. also yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a Yushanka hat. Okay, I'm gonna get that too. Little cozy hat. Okay. Oh, also, uh, if there's like, I don't know if I'd necessarily need a jeweler for this, but I need a chain that I can wear around my neck. I don't know if I need to go specifically to a jeweler for that or um, some dope ass chains. Well, yeah, you probably would. Do you? Do, well, it depends. Do you need it to be a specific kind of metal? Does no, it be heavy. It needs to be able to hold the whalebone ring on it. Okay, so like a, a normal, either um, <clears throat> you you could probably do like a normal silver chain and. That would cost you like five gold. Five. Okay, I'm going to buy that then and and turn into Frodo. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't want to put it on. So, but I also want to wear it. So I will put it around my neck and just hide it under my clothes. I guess. P dot S dot a toboggan hat is any kind of knit hat. Oh, okay. Well, not a not a toboggan then. Yeah, you you want the Yushanka, also yeah. known as an aviator by some people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what else do we need? Um, Brash Bull does finally get like a full set of clothes because if you remember, <laughs> he just wears the like harem pants and the vest. Um, he actually gets clothes and like boots and full winter gear because he's even though he's a furry bastard he still needs some protection from the cold um are you still walking around sorry are you still walking around with a midriff shirt i mean (laughs) under this under my full shaman like robe i don't know like sure why not (laughs) just what i'm just asking i'm so warm (laughs) um and then silas sticks with his a uh, general black attire, uh, mm-hmm. fur-lined coat, uh, heavier, heavier trousers, heavy boots. Um, Silas picks a horse to be stealthy and then rides through the forest looking like a patch of night. Black you have, stealthy. You have to do it's for the hashtag aesthetic. Mm. It's always <laughs> for the hashtag aesthetic. Black is stealthy? What are you guys talking about? You go hide in a dark place and bam, no one can see you. I have a black horse. 
My horse is yellow. I know, I saw. <laughs> Alright. I look like um, a coyote riding a horse. Yeah. Terrifying. You look like Skinwalker. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm blending in. So yeah. you guys get all your stuff around and get your stuff packed away. Um, anything else you want to pick up? I mean, I guess we need to make sure we have rations for the horses and stuff, but I figured we would take and that us. along the way. Well, I, yeah. I included, like, horse feed in the initial cost. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'll let you know when you run out. Okay. Um, the, uh, the only other major things I can think of that, like, Ansem would rec- uh, recommend would be just emergency food for you guys in case you're ever caught in, like, a blizzard. Because that will happen. He 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 basically says not if but when we get hit by a blizzard um, and we can't hunt. Make sure you got that. And then uh, for Marin, uh, whenever you need ammunition, he will. He he has a fairly large stock, so okay. he will sell it to you at a lesser price than what you'd normally pay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I could also make my own. If you buy the materials. Yeah. I might do that just in case. Just buy, like, a bunch of materials and put it in my bag of holding. Just in case. I still have quite a lot, uh, from Volfira, but... I don't know how much all that is, but... Uh, some lovely person has an article on D&D Beyond about it. I will send it to you. Okay. According to Matt Mercer. Alright. So, by the time you guys uh, get all your stuff together... It's still, like, mid-morning, um, if you guys want to head out on this day, or if you want to spend another day in town. Uh, if you have anything else you want to do, um, up to you. Um, I don't know. You've got, uh, Ziegler all set up with everything he needs. You've got your spies, you've got... You've got your ansom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are there... Okay, so I know we're by, like, a port and everything. Are there any beaches around here? Or anything like um, that? Uh, it depends on your definition of beach. I guess just uh, somewhere that I can easily access the water... Literally any edge of the city in the south is just water. Um, The south point is pretty much cliff, but there are stone beaches on either side. Okay. um, On the north ends. I think... I don't know. If we're particularly close to the water at any point, I think I'm 
gonna absently take out the chain with the the ring on it and just like lightly touch it and be like if there's anything that you want to tell me about what this is supposed to mean before we take off let me know nope okay cool Fuck you too, I guess. All right. That's it. All right. Are you heading out? Well, we gotta we gotta do the. Yeah. We gotta do our. Do we know where the where the cannery is? Oh. um, Yeah. Yes, the Haldron Cannery. Is I don't have a map of Sigurif here. Um, the Haldron Cannery is on the uh, sort of uh, west side along the uh, along the coast, and probably probably west central uh, part of the coast. Uh, it is a four story uh, factory building wow. that employs just tons and tons of people to uh, run these uh, basically the start of what will become assembly lines to pack and seal and uh, box up and ship uh, canned food they do mostly mostly fish and that sort of thing but they also do a little bit of like vegetables and whatnot um in fact, you guys will notice that through this town, a lot of the like trail rations are not just dried food anymore. They're actually canned goods. Um, and when I say canned, I mean a combination of things in jars and things in actual tin cans. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a large rectangular square building with not a whole uh, rectangular and square are different words. Um, rectangular building with uh, not a whole lot of windows. Uh, no means of like a fire escape Uh, big uh, fenced off yard that's just full of (laughs) carts bringing shit in I just thought I'd mention that because I can't help but think of like the triangle fire and that's about to happen Um, (laughs) lots of carts going in and out with horses and supplies and uh, that sort of thing and uh, you do notice that out the beach side of the uh, building, there is a pipe leading out that just drops waste right into the water. And there are a lot of sharks over there eating everything. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Sharks. So, plan yeah. time. Yeah. We stay overnight, we leave in the morning, and then you and I can spend some quality time burning shit down. That way there won't be as many people in the building, also. Because it'll be nighttime. Um, You assume they don't operate 24-7. Yeah. (sighs) Fuck. Well, we we can figure that out. Do we... I'm having a moment, and forgive me, uh, do we feel okay about putting hundreds of people out of work? Do you, okay, listen. 
you asked me to do this, <laughs> so it's up to you. It's been a hot minute since I have burned something down, so I am down for whatever, but... I mean... Can we, uh, can we look at this place? Is there, like, maybe an office building? Or, like... <laughs> Uh, like someone who runs it, do they have like a separate building or do we think it's all inside? Anything in the windows? Um, the two buildings on premises are the main factory and then a very large warehouse. Hmm. It's up to you. I mean, we can find a way to get everybody out in time so we won't have to murder innocent people, but... What if we just caused a problem and didn't kill anybody? Okay. What kind of problem? Uh, like a... What a tidal wave. I mean, you assume that's not gonna kill people. (laughs) I mean, it might accidentally push a shark into the warehouse. Which sounds a little bit like killing people. (laughs) Yeah, but not everybody. Um, (laughs) That's what I was saying. If we want to set it on fire, we can be like, oh my god. Call in like a a bomb threat or something like that. (laughs) Get get everybody out. Oh my god, I'm having flashbacks to elementary school. (laughs) You did this in elementary school? No, I didn't do this, but we oh, had we oh. had lots of bomb threats in elementary okay. school. Okay. Uh, we were um, on there was a couple of years where we were like ushered out of the school every couple of weeks like out to the buses. Jesus. Yeah, it was a ridiculous amount. I mean, we had bomb threats in in high school, but like they just were like, "Eh, it's probably nothing." Oh. Go on, go on, kids. <laughs> No, they they did that once in high school, and they like call. They sent everybody home, and they called in like a robot to go through the school. Damn, which is hilarious because it was a pop bottle. So like, it was it, it was, was literally a pop bottle. Wow. One of the teachers knew exactly what it was, and they called the police on purpose because they didn't like the kids who did it. Yeah, that's fun. Someone taped a cell phone to a pop bottle. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fun. Anyway. So anyway. So I mean, there's ways that we can get people out of there, yeah. so that we won't have to have huge. Listen, if you're not into it, we shouldn't do it. I'm feeling not super into it. Okay. Uh, and I think this is mostly Ben talking. But I'm feeling super <laughs> not into putting people out of work right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> feels a little not okay. Uh, so. I, what if we what if we found if out we, who runs the place and then we killed them? Okay, well do <laughs> That'll definitely put them out of work. Just what, that one person. Yeah. Yeah, that that one guy, he's probably an asshole. He's probably like a CEO or something. Well, the maybe owner not. of the whole drone yeah. company is not in Amnoble. Okay, well, he's you know probably... What? what? I have an idea. Let's what? just cause a fucking mess. Okay, I'm all about this. Yes. Okay. I 
We need to move more towards where the pipe is that dumps all the gross shit into the into the water. Okay. Are okay. So, are we going to cause a mess for just them, or are we going to cause a mess for like the whole that part of town? Because oh, just that's... for the warehouse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So the pipe doesn't come out of the warehouse; it comes out of the factory. Yeah, yeah, we're going to cause a mess in the factory. Sorry. Okay. But it won't put people out of work. It'll actually give them job security. All right. Uh, so. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they do have to clean it up, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> job security. It's a really gross day at work. Yeah, it's okay. a really gross day at work. Um, Are we doing this at night? Are we doing this, like, right now? Or are we, what are we doing? Um. Well, what's the range on this spell? And then I'll find out. Um, sorry, I just thought this up. So, range is 300 feet. So we can actually, we can hang back. Oh, I know what you're doing. Okay. Okay. So, uh, just act like you're talking to me. And I'm going to take a drop of water and a pinch of dust. And I'm just going to snap my fingers. And with the, you know, the dust in the water. And I am going to cast control water. And what I want to do is I want to take the water and all that gross shit coming out of that pipe. And I want to shove it back up that pipe and into the factory. And it'll last for 10 minutes. Oh my God. I I would like to probably not push a shark through there if they'll fit. Uh, But... (laughs) I imagine they have grating and stuff on the inside, so hopefully probably. a shark doesn't come all the way through. Um, they probably wouldn't have grating because solids come out of that pipe. Mm. No, I mean in the factory. Um, we'll see what happens. Oh, there's going to be cubed shark. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. The sharks well, were I'm eating a- chum, and now they are chum. Ugh. Well, I'm acting like I'm talking to you. Yes. Ah, yes. We're having a very normal conversation. This is And so you're making great. very normal hand gestures. Yes, I am. It's, this is a normal day. Yep. We sure are. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Normal people. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hello. Hi. Hi. We didn't do anything. <laughs> No, we didn't do anything. Except go, we're having a very normal conversation right now. Hoogity boogity. Hoogity boogity boogity. Alright. <laughs> Hold on. Uh all my shit went away. I don't know what just happened. Um alright. Everything good? Yeah. Uh yes. turn your camera down just slightly. Perfect. That was almost unnoticeable, but good job. <laughs> that's that fine. Works. Yeah. You're okay. now on the bottom of the screen, so oh. that's where you're going to be for now. Okay. Oh, it's only 30 feet. Oh, I'm not doing that. What? I was going to misty step our asses out of here, but 30 feet's not yeah, worth it. Yeah, it's not going to be worth it. Yeah. I love Circle of the Land. This, like, these extra spells are kind of super nice, not going to lie. All right, so I am currently shoving ten minutes worth of water up a pipe. All right. Um, 
Just for the fuck of it, roll yes. me a d20. Don't oh. add anything. Uh-oh. All the sharks. This is how many sharks that are going to go through the fight. <laughs> 20. Natural There's 20. 20. Really? <laughs> no, I haven't rolled it yet. Oh, okay. okay. I was going to be like, 20 sharks. Yeah. Oh, no. 17. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to be really honest with you, that was the plan. (laughs) (laughs) 17 sharks! So, as you start this spell up, it's like watching it's like watching a vacuum pull What if a big shark got stuck in there and its eyes get all big as it's trying to get, like, sucked in? (laughs) Um, she looks like a chihuahua for half a second. So, so you watch the water start to flow back through this pipe just en masse. And occasionally you hear a... Yeah. You hear that about 17 times. As a number of small sharks and a couple big ones are into the pipe with the water. Um, and then, about a minute later, you start to hear the screams. <laughs> and you watch as the front doors to the bottom part of the factory open and just a tidal wave of water comes out, carrying terrified people in bloody square chunks of shit. <laughs> and a couple smaller sharks who made it through. Who are oh, just so like there was freaking- grating. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, yeah. I just, just cubed a lot of sharks. <laughs> tons of people just screaming and trying to half swim. It's like that moment in Jumanji where all the water comes out of the house and they're like being thrown down the oh, street. Oh yeah. Um, it's just tons and tons of people, and you see other people like stick their heads out the windows on the upper floors, and you start to see water also coming out from the upper floors as well because the pipe led to the whole building. Oh. Um, <laughs> It's just chunks of shark and terrified people go everywhere. Uh, we should go, right? Yeah. This That's, is weird. Who did this? Let's yeah. Go. This, yeah, this is something I don't want to be involved in. Let's yep. go. This smells. <laughs> um, doesn't smell good. No, I know. No, because all of that dead fish backwash, it's not good. Dead fish backwash. <gasps> Yep, that's, that's the, the name of the title. Episode. That's yeah, the name of the episode. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys ski daddled the fuck out of there mm-hmm. with Bull and Silas watching just incredulously. Yep, I'm just yeah, like, I'm just, just like, all right, come on, let's walk. Don't don't look back. Let's walk. Walk. Nope. Nope. Walking, we're walking, we're yes. walking and talking. We're not talking about that. And you hear Bull just quietly giggling to himself. <laughs> but I assume yes. you guys make your way back toward Ansem's place. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you you hear people like run past you, like yelling, like this factory's flooded. Oh god! And like trying to get other people to come help. Um, and a bunch of people. So there's two reactions to this happening. Or there's three. There's there's people who are terrified and like, holy fuck! And there's people who are like, great. And then there's people who are laughing hysterically. My kind of people. Yeah. Uh, but you guys just stroll your way on back toward the north side of the town, away from the smell. Um, 
and find uh, your horses and Ansem waiting for you. As it's still, it's like late morning. You can still get a good start. Oh, oh okay. Um, yeah. If you want, if you want. No, let's ride. Sure. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Into the night. Ah. All right. Ah. Well, it's late morning, so yeah. into the late morning. Oh, <laughs> into ah. the noon. Yeah. Um, you guys all hop on your horses and get the fuck out of Dodge. And, Should we take the uh, old town road? Nope. Ride it till uh, we can't no more. Yeah. <laughs> One of you roll a damn d20. No. Oh, <laughs> unrelated to our stupid joke. Okay. I hope. Nine. Okay. Oh no. Uh, I didn't like that smirk. What? This is my normal face. No, it's not. Your normal face isn't happy. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) You have the same RBF I do, just Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um (laughs) Kit takes forty damage. Um you guys begin making your way up north out of Seager Rave here. Making our way um, up north. What? Gotta take <laughs> my horse to the old town road. I said making our way up north. <laughs> making our way up north. <laughs> Trotting fast. Trees all pass and we're... And we're... Freezing. Human, you're bound. Um... So yes, you make your way up the south end of the Ursa River, and uh, for your first few days, things are relatively calm. It's not too cold yet, it's still only autumn, um, but the further north of Seeger Rayafir you go, um, for Kit, this isn't necessarily, this is a new area, but phenomenon that you're uh, familiar with. Um, among the first couple days, you get kind of sidetracked a little bit as a absolutely titanic herd of elk come just running down the peninsula. Today is a really fucking just, elk heavy day. It really is. Elk There's here, so elk many there. elk. Elk everywhere. <laughs> it's it's just what's down here. And all the elk majestically in the moonlight, they're just like ah. thought it was going to be more like put together than that but it it kind of came out a little more intense than oh. I, I imagined oh no oh i'm sorry about your mascara <laughs> <laughs> or your eyeliner whichever's running i don't know i don't think anything's running yet <laughs> yeah uh. <laughs> oh so majestic <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh Jesus. Oh 
tell Dennis, oh. <laughs> 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 oh no. You did it now. Oh, that's okay. You broke them. I did it, man. We're only an hour and 20 minutes in. I already got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's what an elk sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> it's canon. It's canon. All the little baby ones are just... <laughs> They're like even higher. Yeah. They're babies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my god. I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> oh my god. I love that that's the leash's sound when uh, it's too hard to just go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. He keeps coming back and no. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, no, it's fine. It's okay. Oh my god, I'm We're just good. hearing all the little baby ones now. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I can't go that high. I can't. My voice won't go that high. This is this is why nobody watches. <laughs> this is exactly why some people do. I actually have gotten compliments on how ridiculous we are. So. Oh good. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Thick as my head. It's just a slowly rising. Uh. Because the elk scream starts off like really like howly and smooth, and then at the end it just goes. Ah! <laughs> it's so good. It's oh so my god. god! What an animal! What a wonderful animal! It's so majestic. It's so, so beautiful. <laughs> that was the only thing I heard when Zach was reading his story today, and he said a majestic <laughs> elk in the moonlight, and I was just like, ah. <laughs> Because they do do that thing where they just throw their heads back, like, straight up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I have, like, a tension headache now. Oh, no. I know. I can feel it in the back of my head, too, uh, from smiling. Ow. It's mostly my eyes won't stop watering. They already kind of were, but now it's just like, huh. It's okay. Dry them out. Dry them out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Ow. God damn it. That hurts. Sorry. <laughs> You're not sorry. Uh, not really, but yeah. <laughs> I say it to be polite. <clears throat> All right. We're just going to skip right past that bitch. Um, oh, we're not going to get more details about the elk? There, there's a lot of them and they're brown and white. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Um, and they howl the, in the night. Kit, uh, Kit would be familiar with them. There is... There's a number of elk herds that uh, roam around the outside of the Leon Fjalls. Um, really, really big herds. So we're talking like multi-thousand creature herds. And then reindeer and uh, mammoths do the same thing on the inside mm. of the mountains. <clears throat> um, these particular ones, they don't typically come too close to see your uh, ray fear very often. But these ones are definitely... Um, 
like coming out of the woods near Sigure if you're heading north. So they run past you guys. <clears throat> Screaming and the whole way across the field. <laughs> just heads to the sky. <laughs> oh my god. It's like a terrible anime. I love it. <laughs> it's like Dragon Ball Z, but Elf. Yeah. They're just Elf. channeling their spirit Elf bomb. Elf yeah. Um, but yeah, you run across them in your first few days. Nothing nothing too noteworthy happens. You guys pitched uh, camp each night. Um, somebody roll me a d20 for the next day. I'll do that's, it. Yeah, that's you. I did it last time. Eleven. Eleven sharks. Seventeen <laughs> um, <17 laughs> sharks. I still... God, I... Just the idea of the sharks just going through the, yeah. through the tube. It sounds like a potato gun. Just like. <laughs> I imagine it was like like a second boba up through a boba straw when it's like. Oh, yeah. And then it immediately chills yeah. you to death. Yeah. yeah just like, <laughs> uh, every time. Every fucking time. It's not, mm-hmm. okay, so I don't know what it is about, I'm gonna go on a tangent. I don't know what it is about Boba, but you never fucking learn your lesson. Like, yeah. it gets stuck, and it ends up in your lung every time, and then you're coughing Boba across the fucking restaurant. Yep. <laughs> you're not supposed to use your lungs to suck it in, you're supposed nope. to use your cheeks. Nope. Use my lungs. I gotta get more power in there, and just like, <laughs> you can't go, <laughs> you have to use, nope. use your mouth, not nope. your torso. I want that boba in my <laughs> not, sternum. Not bronchioles. Um, but uh, anyway. Uh, sorry, would you roll an 11? 11. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> okay. So for the next bit, I'll actually start putting markers on the map here. Ooh. Mission. Shoot. That sounds roughly like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Following (laughs) following the Ursa River, um, make your way a little north. You get to uh, one of these sort of hairpin turns (laughs) um, and up to a little lake along the road. And uh, we're going to stop for a little bit of a camp tonight. Who's taking first watch? I uh, shall take the first watch. Okay, make a perception check. Nineteen. Alright. Okay. Um perception. He's great. <laughs> Every that's time we be, sing that, that's gonna be our running joke. Perception. <laughs> well, every time we sing it, the disgrace gets a little more convoluted. It does. <laughs> At first, it was like overpronounced, like disgrace, and now it's disgrace. <laughs> it's like piak tiak dicks now. Piak tiak dicks. My fav- my favorite was when uh, I lied to Silas one time, and there you were just like roll a deception check, and then Ben was like deception, and you were like fucking disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I deserve that. 
forgot. I forgot I did that. I, d- I deserve it. It's pretty clever. <laughs> yeah. Go me. Good job. Um, <laughs> fucking disgrace. Yeah. Um, I deserved it. I really did. You really did. You lied to your brand new fucking husband. Mm-hmm. Good job, Alicia. Good Fuck job, me. Corey should oh. be suspicious. No. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only person that does that. I will be in the middle of talking with people and start putting on <laughs> chapstick and I just keep talking. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. now that you put something on your lips, I have to as well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't have mine here. Oh. No, it's like you watch people put chapstick on and you must also put chapstick on. It is. Oh, required. sorry. My my mom just texted me Ew. and <clears throat> I asked her for a weighted blanket for Christmas. And she's like, the weighted blanket is supposed to be like by how much you weigh. So how much do you weigh? And I'm like, oh, we don't have to go into all that. <laughs> as long as she doesn't give you. <clears throat> Never mind. I'll save that joke for later. Okay. I'll tell. I'll text you. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, Until she doesn't watch this, she's not going to sit through four no, hours of me no, being it's a not fucking that. nerd. It's so. not that. I okay. just don't want people watching this to have to think about that. So. <clears throat> oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll text me later. <laughs> I, I'm sending it to the group chat. Okay. <laughs> now I'm curious. Me too. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah, uh, for Kit's watch, uh, nothing too notable. <laughs> Such a dick. But you're right. <laughs> it's just made of golf balls. Oh. Oh, right. Do you get. Okay. I am watching. Anyway. <clears throat> I'm watching for the elk. Yes. Um. <sighs> I just love how all of our mics do the volume regulation so it starts off like ah, and then it just cuts off. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to sleep through that in the middle of the night? And just like, you know how coyotes do that thing where they all do it over top of each other but all the elk are just like screeching? Yeah. <laughs> And it's bouncing off the mountains and like off the water. It's terrible. (laughs) Is that what Taylor in your in your uh, story idea? The sound is that what the sound sounds like? Um, no, but that's a great idea. (laughs) That's what it is. Now it is. Yeah. Um, just a very low rumbling. Good God, you guys! I know we're so. Um, nothing too noteworthy happens on Kit's watch, though you do notice, um, off in the trees, there is a crow staring at you. Like a, like a super suspicious looking crow, or just like a crow that's sleeping? A slightly larger crow. Is it Ashley? You can't tell. I shoot it. You shoot it? Uh, no, I'm not going to. Did you huck the lightning javelin? <gasps> you could. I could. <laughs> that crow looks suspicious as fuck. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be don't suspicious. Be You're going to get fucking javelin. Don't be suspicious. Uh, 
Um, I that wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> uh, we're not even doing elk anymore. We're just doing like weird bird sounds. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I? Can I look? at the crow to see if there's any like distinguishing marks. Can I like walk over there look at the crow? Um, make an investigation check. Or a nature check. Oh boy. Uh, um, investigation. Oh, uh, uh, they're both gonna be four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks good. like a slightly larger than average crow and it is about 20 feet above you staring at you. Huh. Hey, crow. Ah! I have speak with animals still. I mean, it's been a few days, so... No, that's okay. I didn't <clears throat> yeah. change my spells. Um, I'm going to ritually cast speak with animals. <clears throat> I wish I could do a crow sound. Kaka! I wish I was Dallas and Jaffe. We could do the... Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I, I, I gotta practice it more. I think I can start to do it, but... What is it? You're just like, ah! No, it, yeah. it's an actual, like... Th- there's a per- uh, a uh, consonant sound that starts it. Mm. Um, instead of just a, ah! <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, speak with animals. Okay. Hello, Mr. Crow. Stares at you. Hello? (laughs) Why are you staring at me? (laughs) Are you the goose? Continues to stare. Ted, is that you? What's your passive perception? 19. God damn. It's pretty high. high. Okay. Uh, If you don't speak, I will shoot you. I would prefer you don't shoot my bird. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Silas oh. is standing. Oh, it's Ashley. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I thought it was. Isn't <coughs> Ashley a raven? No, he's a crow. He's a crow. Oh, I thought he was a raven. Uh. Oh, okay. I won't kill your bird. I'm sorry. He just—he looks real fucking sus. Like, not gonna lie. Well, he's keeping watch with you. I'm keeping watch. He's helping. Mm. Okay. Do you not want help? No, it's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed. I think it's Marin's turn or something. It's my alright. Well now it's um, your turn. Have a good time. Sure. <laughs> and uh he walks back to the camp with you and he sits down, you see him blink and his eyes go white. Uh, your mic is kind of quiet, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't know. Hello? That's a little better. I think we scream too much, and it's like, people <laughs> lies weird. It's like, oh, you guys are going to be doing this for a while, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, hold on, let me... No, that's good. Uh, yeah, you're better now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we sound like um, the Bee Gees. Um, yeah, Silas takes the second watch. I'll come come out and join him. Okay. 
So after Kit makes fuck ton of noise and goes back to his his bed, you you come <coughs> out. And you see Silas, white eyes, as uh, you see Ashley perched nearby. He occasionally flits from tree to tree, just making a circuit of the camp. Now, with that, he can't hear or see anything, right? Uh, he can, but Ashley can. Yeah, okay. I just don't want to scare him, I guess. Well, maybe I do. Hold on. I'm going to creep up beside him and then put my hand on my shoulder and go, ha! Make a stealth check, and also he can't hear you. Well... I'll still go, ha, because I don't know what else to do. I don't want to, I don't know. Stealth. Oh, uh, I can't do math. 25. Okay. He doesn't notice you. <gasps> the first time ever. What, I had, even when I put my hand on his shoulder? Oh, you actually Yeah, I put, him? Yeah. No. Um, make a dexterity save. Oh no, he's gonna flip me. <laughs> oh, I fucked up. Um, that is a 19. Or wait, save? Save, save, save. Unnatural 20. Okay. <laughs> so, as you reach out and grab his shoulder, he turns back, grabs your arm, and literally flips you. <laughs> Because uh, he got a twenty-one. Um, oh Jesus! And you, you end up like on your back in front of him as he blinks and his eyes come back to him. He's like, uh, "What? Okay, are you doing? nope, that was my fault. I'm sorry." Uh, and, and he like pulls you up and like dusts you off. I was just poking fun. God. Oh shit. Sorry, that was my bad though. I shouldn't that have. It was very good though. That Ashley didn't notice you. Hmm. I'm pretty sneaky. Occasionally. Mm-hmm. What can I help you with, my love? I don't know. I just figured I would come hang out for a while. Kit made a lot of noise, so I woke up. I noticed. And now I can't sleep. So. All right. Do you want to play Monopoly? Um, I don't have to. I could just go <laughs> read a book or something. I'm, I'm joking. I know. How are you doing? That's a loaded question, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, not awful. That's actually pretty good for you. Thank, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm a miserable bastard most of the time, but... I try. I try to help. You do help. Mm. But there's only so much pretty and entertaining can do for that. Well, Among good. other things. Yeah. I... I'm not awful either, I guess. I guess I am just nervous. As you should be. I'd be worried if you weren't. Yeah. I don't know. I. It's going to be a while till we get to tell Donos, so that I'm trying to put in the back of my mind, but... 
Senna said that she would have something for me to do while we're up here, and she hasn't said anything yet, so... I would like it if she didn't say I would too, but I'm wor- I'm just... I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop on Yes, I'm waiting on a few of my own as well. Like... what? I'm not sure, but... You're not the only one with debts to settle. You didn't... I know you mentioned... Back in Volfira that you... Would be asking... You could ask Dolthair for... Favors and helping out. You didn't do that, did you? Um... Not... For this particular venture, but there are some older debts that I still owe. Do you mind if I ask what they were for? Uh, Mostly in moments of desperation. Uh, Some of them before I met you, and uh, others in moments of spite. I've done a few stupid things with these abilities that I regret. Uh, Luck, mostly. Chances to... Chances to change things, chances to remove people. Things of that nature. Okay. There are... I don't mean to be vague, but there are... There are enough instances that I can't remember all of them anymore. Hello, Pop. Ah, Kitty. He's so angry. (laughs) Look at that boy. Aw, he's... Yeah, he's really just like... Uh. <laughs> uh yeah, while we're having this really intense conversation, there's elk in the background going, ah! 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 <laughs> Um I mean I showed you all my cards. Even if you don't remember all of them, you can tell me. I uh, well One of them was, uh, I know you've only really met Justine, but I have some other siblings that are problematic. I've heard. My reputation for being the one who doesn't murder everyone may not be exactly true. I, uh... One of these more serious instances was, uh... One of my brothers. He was... 
terrible, to say the least. He... He terrorized Justine to no end. Well, not to no end. It's done now. But... I didn't get rid of him for any need for power or to secure my position. I got rid of him for Justine. I don't think that's necessarily wrong. I killed my own brother. <laughs> I was going to kill my own brother. I know. If I Sylphie didn't. how silly that sounded when I said it out loud. You did what was best for your sister. How is that any different from Sylphie and I and what we did to them? Killing people doesn't feel good. It doesn't. But you still have to be able to sleep at night. I don't, I shouldn't say that I regret it because I, I don't regret the decision. I regret that it had to happen. He, if he had decided to be a bit less like our father, then things might have been different. I'm sorry that you had to make that decision. I don't... It feels, it feels strange telling you about these things because I don't feel like... I feel like uh, compared to you, I shouldn't have any pity or you've been through worse okay you can't just say that you're not deserving of some sort of you, just because someone has it worse doesn't mean that what you go through is any less valid you know maybe I'd Maybe I grew up on the street and you grew up in a mansion, but I don't know. There's things that you've gone through that I haven't gone through that I wouldn't wish to go through or wouldn't wish anyone to go through, honestly. When did this turn into therapy? <laughs> I think that's what marriage is. <laughs> Just a big, long therapy session. <laughs> I I guess it is. I'd rather therapize than not talk to each other, so. True. We've both been through a number of um unsavory things. Yeah. Just different settings. Um I'm trying to work up the nerve to be more 
open about it all, but it's a lifetime of not talking to anyone about these things I'm trying to work through here. I know. You know what? I honestly think you've been better about it than I have. Hmm. I actively lied to you for a little while there, so... That is true, but I'm also, I can't find it in me to be angry about it. I know I should be. I mean, we don't have to bring all that up again, I guess, but... Just know that I, you look at me like I can do no wrong and that I... Oh, no, I don't. Well. (laughs) I look at you as someone who can definitely do wrong, but usually has a very good reason for Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, well, all of that, it, I don't think it was a very good reason. It was because I was scared. Fear is the reason behind almost everything. Yeah. What were you afraid of? I mean... I don't know. I I just I just got you, you know, and I was afraid that if I went a little too far off the deep end that you would realize that it was a mistake. I mean, the reason I made the deal in the first place was because I just, you know why, that I can't stand the idea of just being someone's wind-up doll, but I think that fear was clouding a lot of my other judgments, too, and... I don't really have a good reason. No, that that makes good sense. I still shouldn't have done it. I won't disagree with you, but I also don't think you should beat yourself up about it too much. It's very hard to make rational decisions when all you can think of is fear and lack of freedom. Yeah. I I actually know that fairly well. At least when I was younger. Now that I'm older, no one can tell me what to do, but you know. Set me. Uh, <laughs> I will usually at least consider your argument. <laughs> 
I'll take it. All right. Only because that's all you do for mine. <laughs> Despite everything, I'm actually weirdly enjoying this journey. You know, the parts of it that aren't fraught with peril and mortal danger. I've never been outside a city before, so uh, I don't know how much I like camping. I, I'm really starting to like it. It's kinda, I feel gross. I mean, <laughs> I look at my hair is just like greasy and ugh, it's, it just, I don't know. It just reminds me a little too much of growing up on the street, I guess, but I don't know. I, if you like it, then that's great. Well, I, we have very different perspectives on that. <laughs> to you, outdoor living is it's not a good thing. It's, it's a lack of something. But for me, it's something I never got to do. It's an adventure. I miss a few things that you'd find in a city, but I'm actually quite enjoying it. And um, while I did have horses back home I uh, there wasn't room to really ride them anywhere and so this is this is nice just traveling I never thought I would actually see Amnoblin in person hmm. I'm excited to see the northern lights yeah. I've never seen them before kind of lay my head on his shoulder and look up at the sky and I'm like maybe when all of this is over we can just build a log cabin out in the middle of nowhere and just say fuck it to everybody else do you actually want that oh hell no <laughs> uh, maybe we can look into if we ever have enough money we can look into maybe building an estate north of Secret Rayfair. That way there's a city and the countryside. Here we go. <sighs> if we ever have the money. Yeah. We'll I'm, see. I'm sure between Kit's ruthless sense of <laughs> entrepreneurship and uh, my ability to deal with people, we'll figure something out. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe we'll find more bad people to steal from. Who are they going to tell the police? They're already criminals. <laughs> <laughs> do you... Do you think Kit just doesn't trust me anymore? I don't necessarily think that's the case. <sighs> I don't know. He, I... I fucking st literally stabbed him in the back. And now he says that some random person has the the light staff and won't tell me who it is because he thinks I'm going to run off and give it to Senna. 
Well, I can't disagree with him on his thought process, but I don't, it's not a lack of trust in you. It's caution and a lack of trust in the people who may be listening. I don't know. I think it's me. I doubt that very much. Kit's... Kit can act shallow, but I don't think he really is. I think he cares more than you give him credit for. I think he cares too, but I think he... I don't know. I guess I just felt like there was a little more implicit trust with him and Sylphie from the little that I interacted with them and they also had much longer together yeah and they've been through a number of um, difficult things together. yeah and I fucked up so yeah I guess I just I feel bad not only did I betray your trust, I betrayed his trust, and I swear I wasn't coming out here just to have a pity party, I swear. Uh, I don't know. I also haven't really talked to him about any of this. Well, that would probably be the next step. Yeah. Weirdly, you're easier to talk to. <laughs> That's not surprising in the least. Well, yeah. I'm just more amicable. Hmm. Amicable. <laughs> it's a fun word. <laughs> it's a word for friendly. Yeah, I know what it means. I have an intelligence of ten. I'm not stupid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. This is all just weeks of thinking about bullshit, I guess. So, mm. I noticed something the other day that you okay. spent a long time looking out at the ocean messing with that ring. Yeah. What was that about? I just don't know why it was brought to me. You don't think that it was just a nice gesture? That she was returning something to you? It wasn't mine. It... But it was Sylphie's. And from what she told us, it was her friend Jax's before her. Well, and then now it should be Kit's, so I just... I don't know, I felt like this... It had been passed down, but then now there's this extra one, and I just don't... I don't know. And it's... It's weirdly warm. Like, not... I haven't worn it, I haven't put it on, because I don't know what's going to happen if I do but it's like it it's as if someone has been wearing it hmm. 
like I'll take the chain off and I'll hand it over to him. I'm like, if you want to touch it, yeah, so he, I'm not crazy. He reaches over and, and takes it by the chain and looks at it, um, sort of messes with it with his fingers. It feels cold to me. Not to me. I guess I was just asking her if there was some sort of sign that I was supposed to do something with it or something, but she didn't say anything. Well, apparently she doesn't say much. Yeah. Which is kind of why I found like felt like a jackass just even doing it, but... It may also be that... You're not what she's looking for, but she cares about you. It honestly may just be a gesture, but it's always something that we can look more into when we get to the city. Yeah. Or when we get to Hjolmanir, Dee may know a little bit more, considering her profession. That's true. I'm... Interested in seeing this Yolmanu. I've heard some things about it. Like what things? Well, apparently the Ordenhide staff was found there. Oh. That could uh, be interesting. Mm-hmm. It was found earlier this year, if I heard correctly. Well, I guess we'll see when we get there. It'll also be another good place to just start begging for help from gods. Oh, God. I don't want to do that anymore. Hesper seems like he would be absolutely lovely. Mm, The least amount of gods involved in my life, the better at this point, but... Honestly, agreed. Yeah. I, um... I've been playing around with the idea that maybe after my debts are taken care of, I cut ties with Dulthair. Are... Is that an easy thing to do? No. Not in the slightest. Is there... I don't know yet. I mean, is there a reason you want to? I don't want... He's helpful, and he's gotten me out of some situations that I would have otherwise failed horribly or even died in, but... I'm... I don't want something hovering over me. I already have my mother to deal with, and... Honestly, for as much as I've trusted Dulthair with some things, I'm not sure of him. He hasn't given me a reason to distrust him yet, but there's just too much that no one knows about him since he essentially died. 
And this experience with Senna is making me question it as well. These entities change when they die. I will say, I already kind of... He's not like always listening in on everything, is he? I don't really know. Great. Well, I'll just come out and say it then. Uh, I kind of don't like him from what you've told me about him. Just because, I don't know, from what it sounds like, you were a vulnerable, depressed kid. And he took advantage of that. I don't know. I suppose I always gave him a free pass because he was my grandfather's patron as well. I don't know. That's just from my perspective. I can understand and appreciate your perspective, and I'm not entirely certain that you're wrong. So. Well. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. He's... He's not unkind. And he's been fair. So at least for now, I can continue using this relationship hopefully for the better but at some point I may consider cutting ties if possible I don't know if it's possible there are some entities that you can't cut ties with and you have to tether yourself to someone else but I don't know if that's the case for him I'm more concerned about your tethers to Senna and uh, this puppeteer. Yeah. I guess they'll all get addressed in time. Yours are a bit more pressing. Well, I don't know. No, they are. We're dealing with the Highland cult here, darling. It's very pressing. Okay. Are you going to get snarky with me? No. I hear that tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm... I don't know what you're talking about. I'm... Definitely not going to get snarky what are you do you even know me sips tea (laughs) (laughs) all right i i'm gonna retcon i'm gonna say i brought my loot out i that's fine you could have just had it with you okay yeah I have my loot with me. Okay. And I start playing a little tune that well, I've been working on. Yeah, just like. Little Jack and Diane. 
it's it's like not a full song but it's just like a couple bars and i'm like i've been working on writing my own music actually mm -hmm. uh i don't know i think i'll call this one the ballad of silas veneer the rogue king you're disgusting <laughs> what all the great bards write about great men I so. am not ballad worthy. Oh, shut up. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, too bad you're getting a ballad, so. No, I, just... I want to hear the ballad of the kitten caboodle. Oh, God. Well, we'll have to write that <laughs> at some point. Do you yes. the theme song? <laughs> yeah. We need a shanty for all the, yeah. the crewmates to sing. I'll work on it after I finish yours and I'll just strum away. He just watches you with this ridiculous little grin on his face. <laughs> I look back at him every once in a while, just like, mm. just kind of that, that smile where you're like chewing on the inside of your cheek, just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, eventually you guys' watch ends, uh, and Bull takes last watch. Uh, nothing much happens, but uh, just uh, uh, wait a minute, it's break time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, as you guys uh, get ready in the morning to scoot your way along, scoot. Um, somebody roll me a d20 real quick. Go ahead, Elise. We'll do a longer leg of the journey. Eleven. Eleven. Another eleven. Yep. Another eleven. Well, roll it again. Oh. <laughs> Thirteen. Ooh. Oh no. Okay, break, break time. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, oh yeah, I do the yeah, break. Yep, That's right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Dude. I was just like, uh, go, uh, let's go. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back in like 10 minutes. Mm hmm. All right. Boy. Bye. Boy. Hi, everybody. We're back. Yay. Hello. I made a super fast mocha. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I ate pizza. Me too. I yeah. still have half a piece here that I'm going to be munching on. Okay. Well, uh, well. oh, yeah. Um, one of you roll me a D100. Okay. Oh. oh. Do you want yeah, me to do it or do you want to do it? No, go ahead. I oh. rolled the other two D20s. 42. The meaning of life. Yeah, I was exactly. about to say. There are 42 sharks. <laughs> It's always sharks now. <laughs> you always look so concerned when your pizza just does something you're not expecting. How could this have happened? Right. I also feel like pizza is like the least graceful food. Nah. Um. It could be worse. You could be eating pudding with a straw. 
<laughs> I don't know how well that would work out. It would but... sound really gross. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, um, I want to blow bubbles into pudding now and see what that sounds like. Ugh. I'm imagining like it in sex. Like... Yeah. <laughs> in like a gross way, yeah. Like a really gross. Ugh. What kind of. No, I never mind. No, to be Straight fair, sex. my downstairs neighbors have had sex before that sounded like throwing deli meat at the wall. <laughs> okay, that I can kind of picture, I guess. So. Okay. I actually woke up in the middle of the night because I thought somebody had hit a dog. And, like, it was crying, like it was going to die or something, and I was looking for it, and then I realized that it was actually the downstairs neighbors. They had their window open. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, um, as you guys are making your way along for... Let's let's do... Make them a (laughs) way. Let's do, like, uh... Eh, like there. What? Oh, sorry. Map. Yeah. Um, after a few days, um, you're just going down this main road. Like, you occasionally pass other travelers, wagons, that kind of stuff. This is a general, like, trade route. Um, along your way, uh, you start to hear a voice up ahead. Like, not yelling, but, like, calling out. Um... You hear an older, what sounds like woman's voice, just saying, Alms! Alms for the blind! Nope. I don't trust that. And up ahead, on this relatively flat stretch, um, you see an old... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just heard all of Sweeney Todd. Yeah, yeah, I started... Alms! for woman! Um, no, not quite that. Uh... You see an old, old crone just super hunched over, like so hunched over that she's like less than five feet tall, uh, leaning on this gnarled old staff, dressed in... She's a witch. Dressed in ragged clothes, like there's a bit of moss starting to grow on some of her clothing. (laughs) The this side of Jura's. I love how you love turned it into like a song. That's what Matt did. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, that's why Liam says, like, I want the sheet music for that. <laughs> <laughs> On the East Animals. Um, but yeah, this, that's going to be her voice now. Um <laughs> But you see, like, these wrinkly old hands out, one of them holding a little, like, metal bowl, the other one holding onto this gnarled old staff, and she has a really, like, messed up old canvas knapsack on her back, and she's just standing on the side of the road, shaking slightly, just just the, sh- the shake of age and possibly Parsons, whatever that... Parkinson's. Parkinson's, not Parsons. Um... But uh, just standing there, and you get the feeling she might be blind. Um, as people are wa- are passing her, and she's sort of like not looking at them, but like aware that they're there. I will approach her, hand on my gun, <laughs> just, just like <laughs> casually, listen, 
No, just casually. This is going to be a Vox Machina moment. No, just casually. And then um, I will, I will make give a, her... Make a stealth check as you approach, just because I want to oh. know if she can hear you. Okay. Well, Not that I'm, you're being sneaky, but... Yeah. Oh, wow. She does not hear me, I don't think. Uh, it's a 25. She isn't aware that you're approaching. Yeah. But you just get closer and she says, Arms for the blind. Uh, yes. Here, I... And she turns her oh. face toward you and you see this, like, classic, like, story, fairy tale witch, like, long hooked nose and, oh boy. like, the jutting out bottom jaw with, like, the little, like, moles with hair coming out of it. Oh um, boy. Very Nanny McPhee meets, like, <laughs> Ansel and Gretel witch. Oh boy. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, gr- mm, I'll. Does she have like a bowl or something? Yeah, she's holding on to a little like metal brass okay. bowl. Okay. And it's filled with money, I assume. Um, or... There are a couple pieces of copper in there. Okay. Uh, I will take out five gold and I will drop it in there. Uh, and she hears the clink and <clears throat> you see this toothless smile spread across her like curled in lips and she's like oh you're so sweet darling you're so nice <laughs> oh it's nothing really the blessings of the evening started be upon you <laughs> you too and I'm really quickly gonna walk back <laughs> away okay Anybody else going to interact with her? Uh, sure. <laughs> Make a stealth check. See if she can hear okay. you. I say, I walk up to her not holding my gun. You don't have one. <laughs> oh, stealth check is not great. Uh, it's ten. Well, that was a natural one. She doesn't hear you. Oh! <laughs> She's too, like, excited by the sound of several coins. Mm. She's like, oh, what a nice young one. Oh. And I, I walk up and I take out five gold as well. And I, like, put my hand under hers to, like, steady it while I mm-hmm. put the coins in. And she turns toward you. You see the same, like, blind eyes and hooked nose. Like here, here you go, and you drop him in. Just blink, 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 and she's like, "Oh, such nice young people today! Blessings of the evening start upon this is you." Like halfway between the kobold and also slightly Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> a little bit, a little it's, bit. It's throwing me. Um, <laughs> um, but as you're holding like the bottom of her hand that's holding the bowl, she like lets go of her staff and it rests against her shoulder. She reaches out and like pats your hand. Okay. And she's like, may, may the star watch over you. Uh, what, what are you doing out here in the middle of nowhere? Walking. <laughs> Walking wherever the sun takes me. Uh, wouldn't that be in a circle? It sure is. <laughs> I'm gonna walk back over since Kit's talking to her. Like, what do you, what star are you talking about? And she just gestures upwards toward the sky. What, the sun? Of course, the only evening star that is. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
and she she like sort of like wavers between the two of you and she's like did your parents never teach you about Hesper? Uh, I'm woefully uneducated. I've heard of it. Well, she said Hesper, not Hesperus. Oh. Um, Kit would know, you guys both know that the name of the sun here is Hesper. Uh-huh. Um, named after Hesperus. Gotcha. Um, and when she says the evening star, this, this will be not, uh, not common knowledge to most folks, but Kit will know this, that one of his nicknames is the Evening Star or the Twilight Star. Mm. Is he like, <laughs> I just keep fucking thinking of Lucifer because he's known as the Morning Star and I'm like, um, oh, no, not it's quite. Satan. Mm. <laughs> this, um, this lady's a, st- a Satanist. <laughs> Both of you make religion checks. Okay. Oh, boy. It's 13. Religion. Oh. Um, Religion. Yeah. Uh, unnatural 20. All right. Well, um, Kit gets a little bit of a pass because this is part of his culture. Um, Hesperus, the the god of the sun uh, in the Balin pantheon, um, he's generally regarded as a very pacifistic entity. Um, and he's also known as a fallen god, not in the sense that he was, like, struck out of the sky. I know the parallels to Lucifer are interesting here. Um, but uh, he he didn't lose his god status. Um, what you guys would be aware of is um, similar to... Um, Inspired in part a little bit by Matt Mercer's world, uh, there was an event known as the Dissolution that cast this world's divine gate. Um, And uh, in the wars uh, between the gods over basically who would hold the most dominion over mortals, um, most of the Balin gods refused to fight. They decided to remain neutral. Or they didn't refuse to fight. They refused to go out and like wage war against other gods. Instead, they stayed in place and protected their own. This is part of why their sphere of influence is weaker outside of Amnobolan. Um, the only one of them who really did a lot of fighting was Zarai, being the goddess of war. Um, but Hesperus has a kind of bad reputation now that he refused to even defend his own people and help them when they're being attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, the town of Hjolmanir, which is a uh, sort of a cliffside village, was the center of his worship. And it was attacked by followers of several gods, including Bahamut, Pelor, so on and so forth. Um, and he did not show up to defend them back when gods could still come to the earth directly. A lot of people, therefore, refuse to worship him anymore or follow anything he stands for. Um, Kit, however, being Elusir and being connected to the Dalmaric culture, would know that the real story is a little different. It wasn't that Hesperus didn't come, it was that he couldn't he was sealed away by an opposing god and basically couldn't save his people. Um, but ever since then, people have been uh, been slowly tearing down temples to Hesperus. 
even though he's this very benevolent, kind entity. Um, his worship has been getting a resurgence in the last, like, two and a half decades or so, um, due to the work of a few priests out of Hjolmanir. Um and also apparently some effort on his part to actually reach out and choose champions again. So, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 So, do you, do you need help? Or are you good? Oh, you've already helped me enough, darling. It's so kind of you. He, uh, mm, he, who, uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know, if you're, so you're just, you're just wandering, you don't need to get anywhere or anything like that? Oh, no, I just follow the sun. Okay, well, I hope that you have a blessed starry day then and she smiles uh cool all right kid you wanna let's Is she blind because she's been staring at the sun <laughs> her eyes are not fried no oh okay i was like slightly concerned um <laughs> so no, she's just very very old gotcha like okay well happy trekking Also, don't let anybody fool you. That's gold in there, not copper. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, okay. Just making sure. The gold sounds different from the copper. Yep, it's Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, lessons of the evening start upon you. Yes. And she takes her staff and starts walking away. to you. Okay. I take my hand off my gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she- you hear you hear silence behind you go. That was interesting. Uh I mean besides her just being a crazy old woman? Mm. Sure. Do you think she's still alive? What 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 tipped what? you off? <laughs> what tipped you off, Sai? I, what, is that sarcasm? No, I'm just wondering what you if you are seeing something that we're not. No, it was strange. Okay, all right. I've never wanted my cleric powers back until now. <laughs> you also don't typically see followers of Hesperus in this part of the continent, or anywhere out in the open, really. She was really old. So maybe she just fell behind on the times. And maybe things have changed. I don't know. Yeah, that too. Maybe she was a witch. And um, Bull says, I kind of liked her. (laughs) Of course he did. And um, he's like, actually, and he turns to like, look and like, see if she's still there. She's gone. She's fucking ghost. Ghost lady. We just gave ten gold to a ghost. Uh, or a fairy. Well. Or a witch. 
Um, both of you make uh, perception checks. Oh, oh God. God. It was the goose! There's a bar now. No. Perception? Mm-hmm. Perception. Eight. 25. Um, Kit, you notice... Um, after you guys get going again, you're like just talking about like, gosh, that was weird. Um, maybe like a mile later, you notice something strange on the edge of the road, like uh, something glinting in the sun. I investigate it. Okay, you make an investigation check. Oh God, it's in the ditch. It's not good. Investigation six. <laughs> Six? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, actually, no, it's pretty obvious. Let, change that into a an athletics check instead. Athletics. Six! <laughs> okay. Um, so you see this glint, and you go over to the edge of the road on the edge of this pretty deep ditch, and it's under, like, a very thin layer of water at the bottom. Um... And you go up to it, and you're like, what is that? And you slip and fall down into the ditch. Great. <laughs> you splash into the bottom, get covered in wet, cold grass and slime. and But you do notice that sitting in two distinct little piles is five platinum in each pile. <gasps> I... Take the platinum? Okay, you take it. It's I take, cold. I take all ten. Mm-hmm. And I bring it back up to <laughs> Marin. Oh god, you're covered in shit. What <laughs> I slipped. Um Obviously. So you know how we gave her five gold apiece? Uh-huh. There were two piles of five platinum each. Okay. Uh I, uh. Do you, you you think that has something to do with her? I have this sneaking suspicion that I've played this Final Fantasy game and I can't remember <laughs> what creature this is. Uh, it's a magic pot, uh, but we just gave something that just transformed our money. That's not what that is. Uh, I mean, it sounds a little bit more like a coincidence than anything. I suppose it could be. I know, she was just really weird. I mean, yeah, but... You would also notice that these coins are minted with the symbol of the broken sun, which is Hesperus's symbol. Oh, they're Hesper coins. Mm-hmm. It's a really freaky coincidence. Do you want five platinum? Yes! Okay, same. <laughs> cool. Oh god, I just <coughs> deleted a number and I don't know what it was. Uh there we go. Okay. Let them and by delete I mean erase. Uh, cool. Um Well Well. That was our goodwill for the day. Yeah. Too bad we can't find her. I'd give her like five hundred uh, gold or something. I don't think that that's the reason that we Oh, for one thing, that's not the reason that we got this. This is just some poor person must have dropped it or something like that. 
Hmm. Or another thing, I don't think that's the reason that we should be giving women, old women, money. Strange women on the sides of roads waving <clears throat> balls in the air, proclaiming you king of England. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Watery Tot throws a sword at you? <laughs> uh, sorry. But yeah, that's not the reason I think that if if for some reason she was like, oh, yes, I'm going to take your gold and, and turn it into platinum. I don't think the reason was just because we gave her the money. It was probably because it was a nice thing to do. So if we go back and find her and then give her more money, that's not going to be a very nice thing to do. I mean, it's just going to be selfish. OK. I'm. I'm just saying before I get your hopes up and throw us off throw us off course for like two days or whatever because I know you and I know you're going to be like ooh money but Hmm. no it's okay it was fun Uh, shall we continue on searching for more old women who need help sure Okay. we continue we continue roll me another d20 I think this is you, or is me? this me? I don't know. I rolled I think the D one hundred. Okay, I'll roll it. Hey, buddy. Ten. We've already done ten. <laughs> well, I don't think it matters. <laughs> no, roll it again. Oh. Eighteen. That's okay. a new one. Is Titan the DM now? He's the closest to the mic. Weave your story, sir. Roll for a meowshative. That was horrible. Wow. <laughs> Shut up. Um, Roll for me wisdom. <laughs> it's meows meowstum? Meow wisdom? Wiz No. <laughs> Roll Perception. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Um, Slight a of paw. few more days and nights of camping pass. Um, and you guys are getting close to the town of Vague. Um, Vague is a... Honestly, a little bit forgettable, like, trading post town. Um, just a tiny little place. It's major... Uh, claim to fame is just that it's a stopping point between Urskar and Seeger Rayafir. Um, but as you guys are maybe like a day south, um, you stop for the night and uh, get all of your, your camping gear out and settled. And uh, you go through first watch goes by, let's just say it was bull. Um, and on second watch, which is Silas, um, you all hear just a very loud, like loud enough to wake you guys up with, or hold on, what's Marin's uh, passive perception? Uh, 12. 12? Wow. Yeah. Not okay. great. <laughs> Not enough to wake up Marin. Um, Kit, you wake up to the sound of a very sharp gasp. Like a Silas gasp, or like probably. Okay, I sit up in my tent. And I'm like Silas, what's wrong? Come outside. All right, I go outside, and you see him staring straight up at the sky, Is as 
a ribbon of oh. green light begins to the move past. Lights. And you see little crackles of red energy here and there. And you just see him like mouth open, just Merit just the green the green what? light going across the face. What? I'm I'm awake. I'm I'm holding Ace of Spades out in front of me. What? Come on. Get out what? here. What? 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 No, okay, who's dying? Come, who's come, dead? Come. Everybody's dead. Get out here. No, everyone's dead. dead? What are you talking about? <laughs> and Silas gets up and like grabs the gun. He's like, look. Yeah. Oh. Jesus Christ. I Oh, pretty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and you guys hear Bull like grumble and like poke his head out of his tent. He's like, what are you all doing? Look up. Look. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty nice. It is nice. And uh, Marin, you've never seen, as you like look back down, you've never seen Silas. You've never seen him in the state of like an awestruck little boy. Where he's just mm. staring up with like the mouth hanging open, just just looking back and forth, scanning the sky. That's so cute. And he I'm just, gonna just snuggle up next to him. Yeah, he he like notices and looks down. He's like, uh, it, it wraps an arm around you. And <laughs> stares up the sky um you're in a fairly open bit of land so you can basically see it um over the forest on the horizon just this sort of crown going around the north horizon um i don't think from where you guys are you can't quite see the leon yet um but you can tell that this uh, this aurora probably follows the top of the Leon Fjalls, um, just with the distance. And uh, you're, like I mentioned, you're maybe a little bit less than a day out of uh, Vague, and um, you're near a few other people who are also camping out. You guys have noticed, like, there's a lot of people camping along this road as they travel. Um, but off in the distance, in the woods nearby, you start to hear people singing. And Kit would recognize the song. Oh. It is... In... It, without going too crazy Disney, you know the opening song to Frozen? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's in that spirit. Gotcha. Um, and you hear these voices singing in Thunar. Um, and Kit would know this tradition. Basically, anytime the Aurora appears, people stop whatever they're doing and sing. Um, the Aurora being, while people understand what it is, like, scientifically, um, the legends behind it, um, talk about it as if it is the trail or the train of Atlaren's dress as she walks the skies. Mm. Um, and so it's special to especially the, the Dalmarig people, 
Um, your people a little less so because you don't follow the Dalmarig so clo- uh, the Dalmariga so closely. Um, but it is like a phenomenon that is held very dear to their hearts. Um, I think Sylphie and Kit saw the Northern Lights. They did once at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. at the very big, like maybe not the beginning, but. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was sometime it was in Northern ago. Harris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these voices, do they sound like they're in the town? Or do they sound like they're no. like in the woods? They're they're like nearby to you. They're in the woods. Oh. Hmm. Should we should we go see? I mean if you Want to? Do you, I mean, there are a bunch of other people camping around us, but if are you want to go, is this a regular campground? Join in. I mean, it's not a campground, but people have been camping regularly all along this road and this river. Yeah. So, like, you've been passing mm-hmm. people fairly constantly. Okay, gotcha. Then I'm not so worried about it. Then. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, you you could probably assume safely that it's like either some Dalmaric traders or a hunting party or something like that. Um, make me another perception check just for fun. Both of us, or uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Nineteen. Uh, ah, eight. Okay. Um, Kit, you would notice looking off in that direction um, that there are some larger figures among the trees, like huge, huge figures, like some kind of large animals. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I kind of point them out to Silas and Marin. Like, what? What are those? Silas isn't paying any attention. Okay. <laughs> Just, about the Marin. I'm like, what? What do you think those are? Uh oh. I don't know. They don't look humanoid. No, they're way too big to be humanoid. They're definitely like quadrupedal. Oh. Are there? They're mammoths. Hmm. Mammoths. Yeah, they're mammoths. <laughs> There's a few different types of shapes. It's a little dark to see. I want to go investigate them. Okay, make a investigation check, I guess. I'm gonna stay back. And a stealth check if you want to be sneaky. I want to be sneaky. Okay. Alright, so uh, so stealth is 16. Investigation is Where's it? It's 10. Okay. Um, so you you shimmy your way along through the tall grass toward the edge of the uh, woods. Thank you, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to get pretty close to be able to kind of make out what they are. The trees are making it hard to see. Um, but as you get closer, you start to realize that there's there's a few different types of creatures and the first one that you can really make out for sure is indeed a mammoth 
um, a fairly young, kind of smallish mammoth um, on the edge of camp, asleep next to what at first you think is just a gigantic boulder, but is actually a very, very large mammoth um, that is fast asleep and not moving. Um, And getting a little closer, you can see a few more, uh, mostly very young, um, most of them without parents as far as you can see like this this one parent that you can you can see up close it seems to be the only one mm. um but you also see among the group a number of what appear to be reindeer uh bedded down and scattered in amongst them you see uh basically sled dogs like huskies and malamutes uh big old puffy fur dogs um most of them are either most of them are either chained to the tusk of a mammoth or chained to a stake set into the ground um and then in the middle of this huge group you see a small campfire with a number of humanoid figures gathered around um and they've sort of got their backs up against uh what looked to be at least the start of uh, snow sleds, like they're working on building them. Mm. Uh, otherwise, they do have some carts with them. Mm. I guess I can I can sneak in okay. and talk to them. Hold on. Oh, none of the animals notice you. Yes. As you go in through, weaving your way through through the dogs and the and the elephants and the Lefants. and the reindeers. Um, as you get closer, you do notice that most of the people at the fire appear to be uh, geary, so a little bit bigger than Goliaths. They're they're also part giants, um, so they range anywhere from like nine to twelve feet tall. Jesus! Uh, and then in among them are humans, elves, um, probably. Probably not dwarves, but um, maybe a couple orcs. And uh, they're all just kind of chilling around. They they're, they appear to all be awake at the moment, singing. I will walk in be like, hey, everybody. The moment you speak up, like several uh, bows and crossbows are trained on you. It's okay. I'm related um, to you, sort of. And among them, one of the Geary uh, giants stands up. This sort of paler skinned, blonde haired, big beard uh, man in uh, furs and leathers. He stands up and just towers over you at twice your size, uh, twice your height, rather, and looks down at you and says, uh, so it would be saying in Thunar because he does recognize that your Elisir says what do you want here oh nothing I just heard you guys singing saw you had cool animals just thought I'd say hi and he leans down to get a better look at you says you're uh What totem are you? You look different. 
coyote. Coyote? Yeah. You must be one of the Eric-Kellians. I'm from Amnoblin. Hmm. But I... And we do are... We are in Irakel now. Yeah. He stands up straight and sort of waves off everybody else, and they put down their weapons. He says, well, uh, any Monomar is a guest of the Delmarig. And he motions you toward the fire. Hmm. I go to the fire. Sorry. I'm like okay. yawning like crazy. It's okay. Um, they do have like a little, like a little small cauldron of like warm cider going, mm. and one of them offers you a cup. They all seem a little suspicious of you, but not as much as they would be if you were a skull. Mm. So, what brings you guys out here? Um, one of the uh, orcs among them, uh, half orc, uh, speaks up and says. Uh, we're herders. We take animals into town and bring back whatever we can buy with the money. Hmm. Are you? You seem to have a lot of baby mammoths here. Uh, they're not necessarily for sale. They just have nowhere to go at the moment. Hmm. Do you raise them? Yes. Uh, in part with some of the Geary who wander inside the Jotun circle all these little ones are orphans they don't have parents mm. so they can't make it on, make it inside the Jotun circle we raise them outside and then when they're old enough we send them back in mm. um, and you do know of this practice um, within the Jotun circle uh nomadic tribes of Giri herd mammoths basically all around the outside ring um, along the edges of the Leon Fjalls but still within the Arctic Circle and uh, they basically do this to just follow where the food is um, and sort of let things regrow behind them gotcha. um, and then they a little bit inspired by Skyrim they do like make byproducts like mammoth cheese and whatnot. Which sounds gross, but I promise it's wonderful. Um, <laughs> at least in this world, it's wonderful. Mm. Um, and they sometimes uh, sell one of the mammoths to be slaughtered if they need food or extra money. Um, but you you know of this practice where if a mammoth can't survive within the Jotun circle, it will be sent out to some of the Delmaric tribes just outside the circle to either be raised or get healthy and then it'll be sent back to one of the herders. Gotcha. Um, so these guys, the Dolmarig outside of the circle are primarily reindeer and elk herders. Mm. Okay. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't really want to bother them. I was just mm -hmm. curious what was going on. Um, all right, well, I guess we can stay in, like, chat for a little bit, but I probably am just going to head back to camp eventually. Okay. Nothing crazy. No problem. Just a little just a little piece of lore for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you go find new friends then? I found a bunch of mammoths. Oh, is that what people. those are? I found herders. Oh. 
Okay. And Silas looks over and says, Mammoths? Aren't they yeah. extinct? What? No, they're not Are extinct. They? Is that something that Marin would have thought too? Or? Um, probably. Okay. Like, are you sure they were mammoths and not just like weird moose or something? I don't know. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to see one? Uh, I look over at Silas. right over there. I look over at Silas like, do you want to go see a mammoth? I kind of do. Oh, let's go see him. <laughs> All right, you guys need to be really quiet. I'm quiet. I'm stealthy as fuck. Be very I quiet. Am- Roll stealth checks. <laughs> oh, natural oh. one. Uh, 24. Well, with Silas on the lower end, you fail as a group, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Damn it! You you Oops. make your way back over, sneaky sneak in. Uh, Bull comes with you, so should probably roll for him too. Yeah, that's not good. Um, make your way back over, and uh, in in your excitement to see the giant hairy elephants, uh, Marin, you end up tripping over like a badger or something. I that's, don't know. No, hold on. I he got a nat one. one. I had a oh, 24. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am I'm sorry. stealthy as fuck. Sorry. Kit trips over a badger. Um, probably a possum because it's it's nighttime. <laughs> of course. And you just hear as it runs away. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming. Um, and you see all of the animals like wake up and like start standing up. Um, and you see the adult mammoth stand up and like crunch through a few branches as it picks itself up Um, and it turns and looks at you with these huge curled tusks coming out and you see the little baby mammoth like standing between its front legs never mind I told you mammoth fucking possums everywhere Jesus Christ and um, you do see attached to this mammoth's tusk are, tusks are a few chains that lead to some of the dogs and the dogs all like come forward like sniff in the air they don't start barking which is weird for sled dogs they seem fairly well trained um, but they're just like snuffling in the air and they like start pushing toward you and like pulling on the mammoth and so as they pull the mammoth follows and so you just have this group of animals coming toward you Oh, oh, big animals. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And the dogs, the dogs are just like pulling and pulling and a couple of them like yip and yap at you. And eventually one of the uh, Malamutes gets up to you guys and like just starts sniffling everywhere. I'll give him a pet. (laughs) Like a little little boof. Oh. Can I, is the mammoth close enough now where like Uh, I can... Each of the chains are about 10 feet long, so it's about 10 feet away from you. Okay. I will cautiously walk forward, hand out, and see if I can, like, give him a little pet on the nose. Um, You see the trunk, like, swaying a little bit and, like, curling at the end. Um, And the little baby mammoth is, like, standing, like, right under its chest, like, looking at you. And the little little trunk is just waving back and forth. (laughs) 
see little nubby tusks on him and uh, you actually have to step like because the dogs are in the way and so are the chains you have to step between its tusks to get up close to it and just these gigantic ivory spears on either side of you there's there's two sets there's like the main curved set and then there's an outer shorter set um, but as you step in it just like lifts its trunk and like starts like like prodding and like searching just give him a little gentle pet make an animal handling uh, i don't think i'm very oh, good God. at that no nope, one come on natural one oh it was a five <laughs> five total yeah I can't do okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, I back off really fast. No, it 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 like gives like a little short trumpet, like as you get a little too close to the baby. Oh, okay. Um, but as a you pull short back, trumpet. <laughs> cute. Um, but as you pull back, is like this this uh, mother mammoth seems a little agitated. The baby follows you. And it's just like stumping along on these little short legs. Stumping it looks like, along. It looks like it can't be older than like just a few days. Oh. oh. Just unsteady, like tromping. And oh. uh, it follows you. And like the adult mammoth like follows it. So you're just being followed okay. by a group of six animals all at once. Ooh, ooh, okay. Okay, um, I mm, I'll back up a little bit then. Just the like the baby just keeps following you. Okay. Um, and you do see like some of the people at the campfire watching this now. Just can't, you could probably see that they've got little grins on their faces mm-hmm. just watching this all unfold. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna reach down and pet the baby, and he like curls his trunk around your arm. Oh. And won't let go. Oh, <laughs> sigh. This is the cutest fucking shit. Oh, my God. You're in so much danger right now. I know, but, like, look at his little face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Silas, like, very carefully steps up next to you and, like, reaches out and just sort of, sort of pats his trunk just a little bit. Um... And you see one of the Geary step out and like just watching this, but has a hand on one of the chains attached to the uh, the the tusks, and you can see the dogs like go up to him and it's like just looking for attention as he's just watching what you're doing. Um, it seems calm for the moment. Okay. I won't linger too long. I'll but, just give him a yeah. couple little pets and then I'll back off. Yeah. And as as the little baby like tries to follow you again, the mammoth like turns its tusks and like pushes him away. Mm. Um and like takes him back to where they were they were chilling. Um the dogs get dragged away by this gigantic mammoth. Um and the uh, the Geary uh giant lets them go and then turns and looks at you and says, You are very lucky. I yeah, or just very stupid. Probably both. Words uh, the wise. Don't touch newborn mammoths. Oh. Oh. Right. I don't have a lot of experience with any mammoths. I so. can tell that, Skull. Actually, they call me Kulo. 
And Actually, he looks, at, he looks at Kit. Yeah. I was affectionately dubbed. Cool. All right. DJ Kulo. <laughs> That's all I know how to sing is just that. DJ Kulo. That's it. Um, but uh, he he sort of looks you guys up and down and says, I never asked what your business was here, Elusir. Oh, we're just going to town. Which town? Uh, we're going to the one that's coming up. And then we're going to the other one. <laughs> and then we'll go to Tuldanast. Long story short, we're going to Tuldanast. Yeah. <laughs> It's an interesting journey to make as winter is setting in. It's... We have things to do. Hmm. I assume so. Well, good luck, and don't touch any more baby mammoths. Will do. The same goes for baby reindeer and elk. And he walks back toward the campfire. Um, you do see, uh, as he's going through, one of the probably younger sled dogs has managed to pull its stake free and is, like, dragging its chain behind him, and he's just wandering around. And he comes, like, bouncing up to you guys, like this high Siberian husky-looking guy. Puppy. Puppy. I give him little... Scratches behind his ears. And we're the tongue, the tongue lolling out. All well, it's a puppy. Place. It's the dog. It's not the mammoth. It's fine. He said not to touch the baby mammoth. I didn't touch the baby mammoth. I touched the puppy. Oh Boof. Scratches. Okay. Yeah. Does he He'll- just lay down on the floor and scream <laughs> like huskies do? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah. Um, my neighbors must love me right now. Right. Uh, yeah. No, he's pretty. He's pretty chill. He he makes some sound, but he's not too crazy. And he'll probably follow you guys back to camp because he's broken loose of his little little chain thing. Oh, oh. I I kind of like look over before we before we go too far. Like, hey, your dog. He keeps following me. I don't. I, I look back down and I go home. He just stares go at home. you. Just go home. Go home. And he follows your finger like, go home. Go. Oh, <laughs> God. I'm going to name you Bucky because you're dumb as hell. Uh, <laughs> oh, one of the um, one of the uh, wood elves comes out and like grabs the end of the chain and is like quietly like chiding this this husky, just like what are you doing? Come, come on! He drags him back into camp and like drives the stake back into the ground. Uh, I look at Silas and I'm like, I know that that was like a little perilous, no. but no, no dogs. No. Okay. For one thing, I don't. I think that's a decision that that we could both make together not just you no uh for another thing i was just going to say that i was excited that i was uh that i touched a baby mammoth and a big mammoth that was really cool that was yeah 
No dogs. Dip. We'll talk about it. No. We we'll talk about know, it. We already know what happened to the last the last time this group had a dog. Uh, to be fair, you weren't around. They're fine. I, I was told all about it. They're fine. They're living off in... Oh, God. I just realized you said that they're living off in an island. That sounds a lot like they're dead. The dogs? Yes. No, they're not dead. They're living at Tanris's estate. That sounds... No, they're not. They're on Amberow. They're on Amberow. And uh, oh, yeah, that's bull. right. They're living on a druid island with some of the most powerful druids in the continent with Mothman, Batman, Batman. Yeah. Do you understand that when people say that stuff, it sounds a lot like they're dead and they you just no, don't. No, that's wanna... when they go to summer camp. <laughs> summer camp. Like sleep yeah. lake. <laughs> yeah. They go okay. to pet cemetery summer camp. You probably shouldn't say pet cemetery either, but okay. They go to pet seminal camp. They go to become priests. That's. <laughs> I think I prefer the farm. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going to the farm. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeah. They're not actually. They didn't. No, they're with druids. They're probably better off than they ever would have been. Okay. And Bull speaks up and says, yeah, I actually left them with the druids. They're okay. Okay. Him, I actually believe. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the honest one. Mm. Shall we go to bed? Yeah, let's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. The rest of the night passes peacefully. And the next day, you guys head into the outpost trading post thing whatever of vague um vague is <laughs> what sorry i've got like a hundred stupid jokes because yep, the name is vague. i knew it i knew I'm it like, i knew I'm it like, i'm like does it have any discernible features or is it like kind <laughs> of vague? is this like a straightforward kind of town or is it just kind of like eh, it's a town it's sort of vague yeah like it's got buildings it's got people it's <laughs> <laughs> if somebody ever asked me about this town I'd be like I don't remember it's kind of vague <laughs> I was here it was there it was kind of somewhere you know yeah. yeah what was it like there I, it was <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Breaking Taylor's world since 2020, <laughs> uh, or whatever year it is. We can just gave. we can just add the campaign. No! <laughs> I, Everyone you can all dies. Just, you just all die. Yeah. <laughs> you get to the town of Egg, and there's just a horribly contractable black plague. You all die. <laughs> is it kind of like? Do we have a good idea of what kind of plague it is, or is it just kind of? <laughs> It's a vague rat plague. A vague rat plague? Yeah, it's a vague plague. A vague plague. Oh, man. So is it actually called vague or is it Janveg? No, Janveg is a separate town. So where the fuck is vague? Oh, there's vague. Yeah. It's the fucking town between Urskar and Sigurayafir. I was looking further west. Sorry. No. Follow the line. 
There is no line on my side. Yes, there is. There, I don't Just see any line on. either. No. Nope. What? Nah. So <laughs> fuck. Nah, bro. Why? Why? I don't know. Oh, wait. Do I see one wait, now? Maybe, yeah, now I yeah. see one. Hold on. Let me. Oh, now I see it. Yeah. We followed the river. No, uh, oh, excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. I was hoping it'd be silent. What the fuck? Wow. I was, I was hoping it would be silent, but it was I just belch in surprise. <laughs> all right. Well, it was all fun. Bye, guys. <laughs> you just embarrassed yourself live on the internet. Good I think job. I have done it before. Yeah, you I'm have. Multiple sure. times, actually. It's okay. No. Yeah, Alicia. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, uh, um, the, the town of Vague is... Uh, fuck. Um, I need to rename these things now. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, the town of Vague is a trading outpost, and so primarily most of the town is inside a uh, palisade that's just a, a rough ring around the perimeter. And then there are some homes and farmland and uh, a little bit of logging going on on the outside uh, edges. But as you guys approach, you see that um, there are two gates to Vague. There's the one facing south, one facing north. And as you guys come in, there's a number of local watchmen uh, at the Palisades, but they look pretty unenthused, <clears throat> and some of them are even like asleep, leaning against the walls, or at least half asleep. Is They're anybody not- watching the watchmen? Shut <laughs> up. Sorry. I had to. God, fuck. <laughs> do they have? Do they look unique or like? <laughs> or are they just kind of generic? Like, yeah, they're guys. <laughs> no. Go <laughs> pet my cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> well, we're oh. godless again. Yep. Welcome to the the Marin and Kit show. Hey. <laughs> Absolutely not, you motherfuckers. This is my world. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, they're not vague guardsmen. They're vague guardsmen. Um, they they wear a uniform of blue and green with uh, little white accents here and there. Um, mostly these are like militia. They're not a really organized group. Um, a lot of them look like they're pretty much farmers or hunters, and uh, a lot of them look pretty young. Um, most of them are not Dalmarig. Uh, you do notice, you have noticed between Sigurayfir and Vague, most of the people who look like they're in charge of like caravans, of any uh, like camps you've seen. While there have been Dalmarig people, mostly it's been Skull who are in charge of everything. Um, and here is no different. You do see Dalmarig traders here, um, sort of, uh, peddling their wares and trying to make a little bit of money. Uh, but the main buildings in town that draw people in, which would include a meat hall, uh, an inn, a couple... Uh, a couple like permanent shops uh, all of them are run by Skull 
And you do see here in this town, uh, there is a small, well, comparatively small, uh, if you're looking at like the factory back in Seagrafir, there's a small Haldron company uh, cannery here. Is it also dumping chum into the ocean? No, this one deals mostly with, uh, instead of, I shouldn't call it a cannery, it's not a cannery. Uh, Haldron deals in several different areas of, like, food and, like, preservation. So in this particular place, this would be, like, a Haldron, like, smokehouse, basically. Mm. Uh, where they preserve meats and probably have like a like a pickling line and that kind of thing. Um, so you see this big, uh, partially metal, partially stone, little bit of wooden, uh, just big triangular building that has smoke billowing out of the top of it. I lean over to Kit and I go, "This one's smaller." Mm. Yeah, but what if these people need the food to get through the winter? Since when did you have morals? I was just feeling really bad about putting people out of work. <laughs> I told you. Uh, I mean, we could. And it is a smokehouse. I mean, fires happen. It's true. Also, um, I'm sure they all survived before they set up a big factory here. That's true. We'll just go back to the way things were. Huh. We could get like some general consensus if that makes you feel better. That's true. See how people feel about it. Yeah. If mm. they hate it or if they are like, no, please, God, we'll die without it or whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's, let's go just... to the let's go to the meat hall and see what people say. Yeah. Just casually just strike up conversation yeah, with people. Very yeah, very casually. Like, how do you feel about the cannery? The yeah. whole drawing company? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. We go to the meat hall. Okay. To um, the meat hall. It's yeah. called... It's, there's no specific name for it. It's just called the meat hall. Because <laughs> this is big. <laughs> it's just like a plain wooden sign. Yep. With just letters on it. Helvetica font. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Everything's in Helvetica. <laughs> There's no brand for anything. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's just the name. The meat hall, the shop, the store. Yep. yep. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> hey Taylor. So what's in the meat hall? <laughs> I'm assuming meat, <laughs> but not a specific. No, brand it's of not meat. branded. <laughs> it's not a brewery or anything. It's not craft meat. Yeah, <clears throat> no. Just- well, they have they have the mead, but then they also have the craft mead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love that the brand is just like. <laughs> the craft mead. It's yeah. It's just the the descriptor. <laughs> All the labels look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, we're done. 
I don't want to say I swear because I probably won't be able to hold to that. Oh, yeah. It is called the Pilgrim Meat Hall. Oh. <laughs> I mean, oh. <laughs> wow. Fuck you. Fuck both of you. Um, yes, yeah, called the Pilgrim Meat Hall. Um, it is, it does have, you, you did mention, the, it does have its own brewery off the back. Um, because you don't really ship meat on this continent. Everybody just makes it on their own. Um, but it is a long rectangular building uh, full of super long tables and benches with a, with uh, two separate bars at either end. Um, and running either end appear to be twin female dwarves. There's twins at each end or just two people? One two. sister at each end. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> hmm. Uh, do you want to take I'll one and take the other? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We split. I'll go up to one and I'll be like, Good, is this morning? Is it morning? <laughs> uh, you guys would be arriving early evening. Oh, okay. Um, so the the hall is fairly busy. There's quite a few people in there drinking, eating. Uh, a lot of people who just got off work. Okay. Um, but yeah, as you come down to the bar, uh, one of these uh, female dwarves, long, dark hair, kind of got mutton chops going on on the sides because dwarves, they all have beards. Uh, very simple uh, mix of clothing, just like cotton clothing with a deer hide vest and uh, pretty hardy like uh, there's a precursor to denim pants um, and she's just going along the along this bar she's like a raised platform behind it and uh, just slinging drinks down either side uh, but as you approach she looks up and says yeah what can I get you I guess I'll have mead. <laughs> well, what kind? Uh, I turn to Silas, like, eyes, like, help me. <laughs> and he's like, what do you want me to do? I don't know I don't, anything about this place. Okay. I don't know anything uh, about mead. Uh, I, I thought you would you, know something. You uh. hear the woman say, all right, we've got Viking blood, we've got... Uh, We've got oak barrel, we've got... And she, like, picks up a little, like, clipboard. Says, we've got hopped mead. Uh, oh, my God. Do you prefer sweet? Do you prefer bitter? Do you prefer sour? Sweet's great. Okay. And she goes and <laughs> uh, reaches under the bar, and you hear, like, the... Uh, you hear her, like, pulling on the tap of a keg that, like, has the... Uh, the yeah yes i know what you mean what's it called uh when, um craft mead has carb natural carbonation to it that's what i'm getting at yeah, yeah um and she fills up a tankard for you and slaps it on the bar um you can immediately <sighs> smell the honey ah thank you you know for a town called vague you have a lot of specific types of drinks you think you're the first person <laughs> to make that joke no, uh, just. 
it's good. <clears throat> oh, how do you know that the word vague, the word vague means trader in Thunar? Okay. This is vague post, trader post. Good to know. Kit would know that. Yes, he would. Yes. <laughs> Asshole. <clears throat> well, thank you. This is it's great. Three copper. Oh, yeah. I mm. put down... I'm going to put down um, six because I feel like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. She's like, all right. And she scoops that up and Silas gets his own drink and uh, uh, Bull is with Kit on the other end. Uh, so, I noticed that you have a, a whole drum in town. That we do. How do you guys feel about it? Ah, oh, they're a bunch of assholes. Hmm. Tell me but about it. They keep the place in money, so I guess it's not that bad. Hmm. Hmm. So I guess if it were to go away, that would be a bad thing. Generally. <laughs> Just hypothetically, if someone were to <laughs> fucking burn it down. No, I said go away. I didn't say burn it down. I didn't say anything about it. Mm. Make me a deception check. <laughs> How do you even it's get a roll for that? <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it's not. Oh my God. It's not necessarily a lie, but you're covering something up. <laughs> okay. As uh, a 17. Okay. Just, just, you know, hypothetically, not. Well, uh, probably a number of hunters would take a bit of a hit to their business. Uh, we'd certainly be out of a bunch of smoked meats to sell, but uh, I don't know. We've made do just fine before. They're pretty new. They've only been here about a year. Good to know. Why are you planning on burning the place down? No. What? No, what makes you think that? Well, I don't know. The suspicious way it maybe suggested that I'm just, I'm just getting a general consensus of how people feel. Where I'm, <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I was gonna make and, a fucking uh, terrible joke, but <laughs> because of your seventeen, Silas steps in and says, "Actually, we're trying to keep it on the hush, but." We are representatives from the Holdron uh, headquarters down in uh, Port Saris. We're getting an idea of how people feel about it here. Is there anything you would suggest that we could do different, maybe to make you feel better about our presence here? And uh, the dwarf is like, oh, uh, well, uh, honestly, better pay for the workers would be best. Uh, and uh -huh. he, he, like, takes out his little pocket notebook and, like, writes it down <laughs> and he's like that's certainly a good suggestion um are they not paid fairly here and she says well they don't pay the dalmatic very well and he nods and says there's discrimination and she says well of course that is the bloody skull he's like oh 
All right. And he jots that down and closely says, thank you. We will have a word with the local manager. Yes, we will. <laughs> and he takes Marin by the shoulder very firmly mm-hmm. and walks her away. Thanks for the maid. <laughs> and he just looks at you. As I was. <laughs> It's like, what Seriously? are you doing? You literally cannot write <laughs> movies this fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh what my would god! If it just say went away. <laughs> Roll oh a fantastic deception check, and Silas saved your ass. Oh, my I was god. going to the thing I held myself back on <laughs> saying was that I was going to say we were census takers or something. <laughs> I so- knew you were going for census. I fucking knew it. <laughs> My God. What a shit like, show. I don't know. That's why that I ask you. I ask you like, hey, you want to help out here? And you're like, oh, I don't know anything. Like, you asked me about me. <clears throat> okay. Well, maybe you should just not let me talk. <laughs> that might be preferable. Yeah. Yes. Sit down. Okay. And he sitting sits down, down with you. Uh, across the way, Kit and Bull, what have you been doing? Ah, I walk right up to her. I'm like, hello, fair evening, my good lady. Okay, to the other, the other, uh, yes. twin. She, she also has long, dark hair, but she's got, like, a goatee going on. And, uh, she's also doing the same, like, slinging drinks and food down the bar. And she looks up at you and says, uh, yes, can I help you? Yeah, um, my friend here... Mr. Trunk needs a drink. And he's very fond of anything (laughs) that you might have. (laughs) Make Technically, make a deception check. What the fuck? I just totally melted down. (laughs) (laughs) Alicia rubbed off on you. Yeah, We're both fucking fans. I, like, had an idea, and then as soon as I started talking, it was gone. Yeah, the plus three to charisma. I don't know why I fucked that up so uh, I have a plus one to charisma, so that's a six. <laughs> oh, she says, <clears throat> okay, Mr. Chunk, what sort of memes do you like? And Bull, like, is looking at Kit, like, what? And he like shakes his head and looks at her. It's like, uh, I like um, I, I kind of like sweet kind of sour drinks. Do you have something like that? She's like, well, how do you feel about say um? Oh God, lost the lost the accent. Me mother's a beer. Well, how do you feel about um maybe sour cherry meat? And he he nods. He's like, "Yeah, that sounds that sounds great." And she pours him a tankard and sets it down. And uh, she turns to Kit and says, "And can I get anything for you?" Uh, I don't drink, but thank you. Um, we actually. Do you prefer something non-alcoholic? Yes. Okay. What would you like? We've got um, we've got uh, cider, non-alcoholic, of course. We've got. Uh, we do have non-alcoholic mead. It's really more of a warm honey drink. Um, uh, bit of ginger in it. Cider should be fine. All right. And she goes and pours a tankard out of another uh, different keg with like a red label on it. Mm. She brings it back for you. 
I uh, had uh, mm, this is so tasty. Um, <clears throat> so I I had a question. We're here yes. in town just doing a little research, and uh, we're curious how you how everybody's feeling about the new Haldron people. Make a perception check, or er, a perception? Uh, make a persuasion check. Oh, that's better. Persuasion! Uh, 21. That doesn't work. It um, does. No, no. <laughs> um, says, well, it's not too bad. Uh, well, uh, it has its uses. Good for business, bad for the general look of the town sometimes. Why is that? Uh, they're not very good to the local people. Mm. Not not us here in town, but more the local tribes and whatnot. Some of the younger folk from uh, some of the tribes have come looking for jobs and they don't pay them very well. Mm. Gotcha. They actually fun bit of gossip uh they actually had a huge accident down in seager rayafir oh really yeah apparently they were doing such a bad job cleaning up after themselves that the pipes backed up and flooded the entire factory and it was just stinky fish everywhere i don't know if i'd buy anything from them they're very unsanitary that's actually pretty good to know um if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna go check on something, and she walks away. Uh, okay. A uh, another dwarf, a male dwarf, takes up her place, mm-hmm. and you see her walk into like the back stock room. And I uh, I grab my drink, and I'm like, "Come on, Mister Trunk!" And then we walk over to the table where where's uh, Marin and how the hell Silas did you are. come up with that name? I couldn't think of anything. You could have just said Mr. Calendar. Nobody yeah. knows me by that name. You have a last name? Yeah, Bulwark Calendar. Oh. Oh my god. I totally I, forgot. I told you this multiple times. <laughs> I totally, it's my mom's name. Sorry, I totally forgot. Um, Good god. Alright, so I come sit down with them. And Silas is still quietly like, what were you thinking I'm to Marin? Sorry, I'm like, I'm just like, my drink up here, I'm like, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I panicked. I didn't know and what to do. Bull sits down next to you and says, it's okay. Uh, Kit didn't do too much better. I mm. did great. Well, what'd you get out of them? Uh, I didn't get, they aren't treating people well, and I just told them that the the what's this place called? All the, I can think of is Heidelin. The Haldron. Haldron. Yeah. Uh, the Haldron is that I told them that they're very unsanitary, and that's why they had such a bad accident down in Seager Rayfier. Okay. She went to go check their stocks. Hmm. Whisper campaign. I heard. That they're racist assholes. Oh, yeah. I think they hinted at that, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm down for lighting them the fuck up, honestly. Yeah, I kind of am, too. It seems like this place will do okay without them. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Let's do it. Okay. All right. All right. 
Should we wait for the cover of darkness? Probably. Okay. Okay. Especially because I, I put my foot in my mouth just a little bit. It's fine. I think I don't think anybody will. We'll be miles from here anyway <laughs> afterwards. So Silas says, I think I managed to recover at least part of it by saying that we worked for the Holdron Company. I was getting there. You do were not. Uh, do any of you... No, we could probably... Hmm, how do you want to do it? I mean, I still have Molotovs. So do I. Do we want to... Uh, they probably well I'm I was gonna say they probably have guards so we'll probably have to run distraction Mm -hmm. I'm good at that there we go yeah you are do we want a place to stay for the night or and then maybe get up really early and do it before yeah honestly we should like GTFO like immediately afterwards yeah that's what I'm thinking by the uh, way, make me stealth checks because you're talking in the. Oh, we are talking. Like <laughs> oh, uh, well, I still have good stealth. Uh, I can't do math. 12. <laughs> I still have good stealth. 12. I rolled a three. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay. So yeah, maybe we should Yeah. So it should be like really early in the morning. Could do that. Okay. Hmm. Wonder what else we could do. Uh are there any are there any um do I see any fruit around here? Like any apples or um just like sitting out or... or like any that people are eating um yeah you would notice that uh a number of people are eating uh usually with their meals they have like a like meat and like potatoes and greens and uh you see these weird white apples you think um okay. you've seen them before but you don't know what they are can i I will be right back, okay? Okay. And I walk over to somebody with a white apple. Okay, you walk up to a half-orc who's got, like, one tusk into this mm-hmm. apple, like, mid-bite, just like... <laughs> Excuse yeah. me, sir. Yeah, what is that? Uh, it's a frost apple. Oh, a frost apple. Yeah. Uh, do they have seeds in them? Yeah. Can I have a couple? Why? I mean, are you gonna eat them? I wasn't planning on it. All right. It's just a passion project. I like plants. Oh. Uh, uh, make a make a persuasion check. Oh boy. Persuasion. Uh, eight. Persuasion. <laughs> you didn't need to roll much to persuade him. I don't think so. <laughs> I was just going to see if you'd get a critical fail. He'd be like, no, fuck you. They're my seeds. <laughs> He'd be like, sure. And he breaks it in half with his fingers, which, by the way, is hard to do. Yeah. I've done it before, though. It's yeah. fine. Um, he breaks it in flex. half and, like, takes his spoon and, like, scoops out the seeds and, like, 
holds them out slowly. Just, just plop them right in there. Drops them into your palm. Thank you. They're they're weird little star shaped seeds, <gasps> like like not star shaped as in like five pointed star, mm-hmm. but like um, the four pointed. Uh, <clears throat> no, they're not like a flat star. They're, they're shuriken. They're oh, they're oh, like, like a three dimensional star. Yeah, yeah three dimensional okay. star. Yeah. Okay. Um, like like the like the the multi pointed like tree topper that you see on top of some Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're little spiky, multi pointed seeds. Cool. Uh, thank you so much, kind sure. person. Um, I put them in a pocket. Squish. Yep. Perfect. Just what I needed. Um, Fruit okay. flies in your pocket. Yeah. And then I go back to the table. Um, so. You do notice that when you like move around, they they kind of feel like burrs in mm. your pocket, yeah. and they're they're a little spiky, but they're okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah, and bulls like looking at you like, what was that about? Uh, I'm gonna plant a tree. Okay. Do you need more? Because there's like a bunch of those trees uh, north of town. No, I don't need any more. Well, maybe we'll save some for the journey. We can get some on the way. But um, I just need... You know, if there's some already here, I could just get to know one of them. You could just pick some more. uh, North of town, there's a whole, like, orchard along the edges of the road, so... (laughs) You could go for that. Okay. All right. We'll do that. Now, are you wanting to get to know one of them for what I think you want? Yeah. I just need to touch one of them or, like, know one of them well. They're not big enough for that. Okay. Is there a tree nearby? They're, like, normal apple tree size. Um, In the deeper parts of the Bjorning Woods, if you ask Bull, uh, he will tell you that some of the evergreen trees get to be super huge, so there'll be some in there. Mm. Not too far from Vig. Gotcha. Alright. Do I'm you need, keep, like... I'm gonna keep a, the seeds anyway. Do you need, like, a big one or something? I'm working on something that I think will make our lives a little bit easier. Okay. You do know if you need a big Keep trade, going. like... <laughs> If you need a big tree, like, can't you do that now? Like, the stuff that you planted back in Volfira was huge. I could plant one. But it also takes a spell slot to do, so... That's true. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll just... We'll just keep... Keep... Keep it on. Alright. Well, okay. So do we want to... Because we could do it, like, kind of in the middle of the night... And then get far enough out of town and then pitch camp and sleep for a little bit. Or we could stay somewhere in town, get up really early, Mm -hmm. do it, and then leave. Well, I don't know. You know, I do have those exploding things. Oh, the glass bombs. Mm -hmm. I have some... Wait, do I? You should have at least one or two. Yeah, because I don't think Sylvie ever used I gave you a big one. Was that... Did 
Yes. Was that Sylphie's or was that? Uh, I don't know. I gave it to Sylphie, I believe. Either way, it was probably in her bag of holding, so I probably still yeah. would have gotten it. Um, yeah, it's a one of the big glass bombs. So okay. if one of you, since you can fire a bullet, what we could do is just sit one of the glass bombs against it and have you fire a bullet at it and it would probably light it up as well right. as blow a hole in the side of it. That's true. Okay. We can do that. Um, or and if, if it you... doesn't catch, I can just throw a Molotov at it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking we could do it from a distance. But yeah. I also don't know. People are going to hear the gunshot and they can see that you have a gun. So. Yeah. You do have the Overwatch. I do have the Overwatch. It shoots very far away. It's like 200 feet, I think. Is it silent? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it silenced? No. Yeah, is there? No. Do you have incendiary rounds? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we can do this multiple ways, so. Okay. It's up to you. It's your your beef. Hmm. I just haven't blown something up in a while, so. Well, let's let's take a walk and see what it looks like. Okay. All right. Um, make your way out of the meat hall after you finish your drinks and whatnot. Uh, Silas and Bull trail at a distance, so you're not all in one place at one time. Um and make your way around the back of the mead hall past their little brewery. Uh, you see this large uh, triangular building where the roof reaches all the way to the ground. Um, very steep pitched roof to keep the snow from building up. Um, you do see several smokestacks across the top that are just billowing uh, like wood smoke into the air. Just non-stop. And uh, you see along the uh, the flat front and back there are entrances and you do see that there are some uh, guards very obviously posted at either door uh, but beyond that go ahead and make perception checks perception disgrace <laughs> uh, 14 16 okay um, making a circuit around the building without looking to suspicious don't be um, suspicious god damn it um you do see don't that be suspicious. Don't in, be suspicious. in the sides of the roof there are little uh there are little triangular uh little tiny roofs over uh small windows off to the sides basically they offer ventilation so the people working inside don't choke to death on smoke mm. Um, but you can definitely tell it's probably not easy to breathe in there. Um, you see people come in and out carrying, uh, either bringing out huge dried and smoked slabs of meat or like racks of strips of meat or walking in with like huge chunks of raw meat. Um, from from the front, they bring in the the new stuff like the like new venison and whatnot. And out the back, they take their new newly finished stuff and put it into these different sheds to store. 
um, these sort of tall sheds with uh, hanging racks inside of them. Um, similar to the Haldron cannery in Seagrafir, it is surrounded by a fence, and they do have carts going in and out. Uh, usually one or two horse carts uh, with a single driver and then just a bunch of boxes in the back to load things into. Um, is there anything particular you're looking for? I actually, I'm going to turn to Marin. Uh, oh, oh sorry. No, sorry. I thought my, you both froze for a second and I thought my internet... Oh, you did freeze for yeah. half a second. Okay, and that that's what I was saying. Okay. So, um, I turned to Marin and I'm like, hey, I actually have a much better idea that won't be any chance of either of us getting caught. Okay, I'm listening. Um, I'm like whispering to her. I'm like, why don't I just turn into a dragon? Ah. Uh. He could. We'll just get it done, and then I'll turn into something else and leave the window open for me at the at where we stay, and I'll just fly back into the room. I kind of want to throw something, like... I mean... <laughs> you, If you want to get caught... <sighs> no, it's fine. The next town we come to, I'll find something that I can burn down. Are you doing okay? Yeah. I just, it's been a while. I can't, I was a, I was a rebel back in Moore's Rest and now I'm just Do you want to go around. have a stern talk with the director? <laughs> About how I hate authority? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Well, why don't we find a place to stay for the night and... Uh, I'll get it done and then we can just spend the night in the tavern without having to worry about it. Okay. Fine. We'll do. Alright. Let's go. Let's go get go find some place to stay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there is only one place to stay in this town. There is a uh, not too tiny inn um it's it's definitely not built for like the people in town to use. It's honestly probably more used for when like Haldron uh, executives or mm-hmm. travelers or drivers come through and need a place to stay before they Conference take their center. stock along the way. Um, yeah, but that does mean that it's fairly nice, but it is labeled very clearly like the vague Haldron Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it belongs to the company. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything. I saw your face. Uh, I didn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> so as you guys go up to it, it's like... If a normal inn is like a Motel 8, this is like a double tree. Okay. It's That's a little vague for me. Like, actually... <laughs> that's not I'm it's not, a little nicer yeah, okay okay a double tree is actually a hotel instead yeah. of a uh-huh. crummy hole in the wall motel yeah gotcha or or like a Hilton or a Ramada oh. like the one I stayed in on Thursday sure yeah. it's a hotel okay. Uh, okay so yeah let's go find a place to stay for the night uh, and I'm gonna wait until it gets dark okay 
Um, you you make your way inside right. the uh, the whole drawn in, and unlike a lot of other inns you've been to, where there's like a tavern on the lower lower floor, um, this one does have a bar, but it's like it's like one of those uh, how how to describe it? It's like a bar at a wedding venue. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's it's like kind of ritzy but also kind of cheap um yeah and set up with like yeah yeah um facade it's and it doesn't like have a very big selection of drinks it's mostly like rich people drinks and there's no mead there's no like local amnoblin stuff it's all like wines and vodkas and yeah champagne and shit like that and there's some guy in a in a white shirt and a black vest with a tie running it and yeah um but uh through the rest of the area is like a lobby um and at a uh half circle desk a very prim and proper by the way we forgot ansem was with you guys yeah i was about to ask Um, what he knew we're gonna assume he's been keeping quiet and to himself uh that that's kind of his mo anyway um but anyway uh i just thought about him uh you see a uh sun elf with short sort of platinum blonde hair nice glasses uh also white shirt black vest tie standing behind this desk the like the host um standing behind this uh raised uh lectern looking thing just going through the books in front of him uh looking over the tops of his glasses uh hello and he glances up and he says hello welcome to the holdron inn how may i serve you uh we need rooms for the night please and how many would you like? Uh, three. Sure. And he nods and flips open a ledger and marks it down. He says, and um, he looks over your group, um, says, and will you be requiring any sort of room service, laundry, uh, drinks, anything of the like? Uh, I, I don't need anything. It probably wouldn't hurt to get some laundry done. We've been traveling for a hot second. We're probably gross. I mean, you could if you want to patronize this company. Oh, uh, people. Uh, yeah. No, thank you. All right. <laughs> Mark that down. Um, I didn't do- think of that. <laughs> You do see as he like looks in his ledger. Uh, actually, make me perception checks. Mm-hmm. Ooh, twenty-six. Nineteen. Ooh. All right. Both of you notice that as he's marking in his ledger, he says that will be, and he glances at Kit, and he says that will be three gold tonight. For each of us, for each uh, room, total. Uh, how much do the rooms normally cost? A gold each per night. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I will put down three gold. And he takes it and puts it into a little, like, lockbox behind the uh, ledger. 
Mm. Have a lovely stay. Let us know if you mm. need anything. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, you guys go on ahead. Okay. We'll meet <laughs> you up at the room. <laughs> okay. And Silas like looks at you and is like, are you going to put your foot in your mouth again? No. No. <laughs> should I? Should I stay? Just... Sorry. No, it's fine. Go on. We right. not good under pressure. <laughs> no. he, he follows the rest of you up. Um, Ansem will pay you back the one gold for his oh. room later. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, they all they all leave. I look at the guy and I'm like, so yes, ma'am. For real, how much is a room per night? One gold per room. Or not. But what if the Elusir wasn't with us? One gold per room per night. Listen. If you don't believe him, would you like to insight yes. check out? Yes, I would. <laughs> I feel like that's what you're getting at and you're yes. not saying it. Yeah. Ugh. Eleven. He is lying to you. Yes, he is. Ah, boy. Listen. Yes? I don't want to blow your head off. Jesus. But... Marin has zero chill. (laughs) I think if you want to keep your brains in your skull, you'll give us the proper rate. Make an intimidation check. I'm actually good at this. And then I'll don't say that. Uh, Gosh, chickens for the hatch. No, it's uh, 17. Okay. Don't hatch your chickens for the Um, (laughs) You see him like take a half step back very subtly. I'm going to pull my cloak back a little bit so that I see the ace of spades. <laughs> just... No, right. just subtly. Yeah, just okay. subtly. Um, and you see, like, he, he's holding on to the edges of the desk, like, sort of leaning back a little bit. And he says, I see. Um, I believe I may have miscalculated. <laughs> Did you? Um, one moment, let me check my math. And he opens up the ledger and marks and opens the lockbox up and gives you back a gold and five silver. Mm. Uh, Thank you. I'm terribly sorry, ma'am. And, yeah. Uh, should you require any other services, uh, they're on the house. Perfect. Oh, and uh, if we come back through here and find out that you assholes are being racist motherfuckers, ever again I won't be negotiating next time crystal clear madam <laughs> thank you and I turn around and I walk away have a lovely stay mm. <laughs> I, I knock on Kit's door enter I, I walk in and I go I hold out the money and I'm like this is for you oh thanks I give it to him a gold and a half. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thanks. He, uh, he made a miscalculation. So. Uh, shocker. 
Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I noticed his ledger was uh, pretty off. Yeah, me too. Uh, so is it dark? Yeah, it's getting there. Cool. Um, would you mind staying in this room for just a minute? Okay. Uh, is there a window? There's a window, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I'll be back in... Give me... Well, how close is it to dark? Um, it's like... It's like dusk where there's still a little bit of light, but the sun is below the horizon. Mm. How long until it's pitch dark? Till it's dark, dark. Uh, dark probably dark. Like, uh, dark, dark. like an hour. Okay. Uh, so, uh, is the is the room on the ground floor? Uh, no, you guys be on the second floor. Okay. Hmm. Well, what could I do? I have some ideas, but I only have so many slots. Um, hmm. Well, uh, are I you assume just... Bull is also in the room because he and Kit room together. Mm. Yeah, oh, I figured we let yeah. Ansem sleep by himself. Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm i going to wait for dark then, for dark, dark. Dark. Uh, dark. Well, actually, there was something that I wanted to bring up with you if oh. you're waiting. Yeah, no, that's uh, fine. Uh, Bull, do you... Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I don't... I don't... Uh, I don't know. Would you be able to take a short walk? Oh, uh, yeah? Please. Sorry. I just... Hmm. Okay. I'll go um I'll go see what Silas is doing. And he walks out. Okay. <sighs> okay. So mm-hmm. do you totally not trust me anymore? Or No, I trust you, why? I don't know. I never said sorry for stabbing you, so Well that wasn't you. So I don't know what you have to apologize for. I also never said sorry for lying about putting everybody in danger by making a totally selfish deal with a god. Hmm. No, you didn't with that one, no. So I'm sorry. Okay. (sighs) Well. I... I'm not, Silas and I talked about it, and I, I'm not going to give Santa anything. Okay. okay. So, I don't know, the fact that you met up with someone who had the staff, and then you're just not telling me, kind of seems like it's specifically me. It, it is, specifically you. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, if you know, I don't know if somebody else might know. And considering who the staff was stolen from, they might be very interested to know. Can I make an insight check just to make sure that that's what he's really... Sure. 
Sure. Okay. I know you're probably not lying, but I just want to make sure. And it's a 12. I am not lying. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say roll a persuasion or deception, depending on whether or not you're lying. <laughs> oh, I can roll persuasion. Well, don't tell us what you're... <laughs> oh. Uh, 14. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. I, I just got it into my mind that you didn't want to tell me because you'd think that I was just going to go crazy and take it and give it to Senna, but... No, I, actually, you wouldn't be able to get a hold of it, but the, the Ordenhide is in a safe place. Okay. And I just can't tell you who has it or where it is because I want it to stay safe. That makes sense. Okay. So, yes, I trust you. And okay. uh, if you'll if you'll excuse me and leave the window open, um, I will be back momentarily and you should hear the screams. Oh, okay. I thought the idea was not screams, but okay. Well, what was that for, Taylor? <laughs> I was trying to ignore it. Uh, okay. Yeah, go... Go burninate the countryside. Alright, I will, um... First, I will stand up in the windowsill. If Don't they- get too far into oh. it, because it's 9.15. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I... This is gonna be really fast. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I stand up in the windowsill. Do I see anybody, like, out on the street watching? Make a perception check. Oh. 13. Um... You don't see anybody, like, standing still, but you do see a couple people walking around, like, going home at the end of the day. Okay. Can I get a hold of the edge of the roof and crawl up to the top? Make an athletics check. Okay. Oh, five. (laughs) Roll me a stealth check. Oh my god! Uh, stealth is 12. Okay. Um, so you climb out the window, look up to try to grab the edge of the roof. Uh, you grab onto it and immediately just the sheer weight of your body is like, (laughs) nope. And you end up slipping. Uh, <laughs> I call out the fall. window. I, I yeah. whisper out the window. You doing okay, buddy? You watch him just fall. Oh, God. <laughs> Thankfully, you managed to land in a patch of bushes that also it's not too far of a fall. But uh, you do see a couple people like stop and look and like laugh and keep walking. <laughs> I immediately am like, Oh my god. Uh and then I um I like nestle down in the bushes and I wild shape into a songbird. Yeah. And I take off and I'm just flying straight up as fast as I can. I'm going to go until I'm about 2 or 300 feet in the air. Mhm. And then I'm going to drop wild shape and just start free falling. And I'm going to cast, I'm going to take out a cocoon and cast Polymorph and turn myself into a dragon while I'm falling. 
Okay, what kind of dragon? A gold dragon. Okay. Uh, uh, a young gold dragon. All right. Um, so, Marin, if you're watching this, you watch Kit fall, and you're like, ooh, and then you watch a little, like, cardinal shoot into the ooh. sky. Should have done that first. <laughs> you watch, yeah, you watch <laughs> it go up and up and up and up and up, and then suddenly you see Kit go, just go, and then... <laughs> Into a full-on dragon, uh, and begin gliding down. I'm just no, gonna I slow- dive. I free dive. fall dive. Okay. I'm just gonna slowly back away from the window so that <laughs> I don't. Know. You hear a, a number of shouts below as people notice this giant creature descending. I I use my action to double dash as I'm flying because I'm plummeting. <laughs> And I, um, at the last moment, I'll, like, open my wings and I'll swoop down and blow fire onto the the building. Okay. And then I'm going to swoop up and straight back up into the air. All right. And uh, I'm going to go, like, two or three hundred feet before I... Actually, I'm going to fly out over the forest so that they lose sight of me. And I'm going to fly high, drop polymorph, wild shape back into a bat. And then I'm going to make my way back. Make way back. Yep. Make my way. Okay. And back into the room. <laughs> well, hold on as I roll a couple things. Okay. Shit. It's okay. I have like 200 HP. It's fine. Oh, then I don't even need to bother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You get pelted with several like crossbow bolts and arrows from hunters as you're diving down and just casting flame over the the wooden roof of this uh, smokehouse. And you can hear all kinds of people just screaming and yelling like, Dragon! And uh, you fly out over the forest and drop just into the canopy and then turn into a little bat and just mm-hmm. flying all over the place. Uh their little squeaky sounds and you just bat flap your way back. That's what they sound like. They go like No? Um uh-huh. so no. And they make a range of little squeak yeah. like weird sounds. I come back to the room not making make a that sound check. as a bat? Yes. What are their I don't know what their things are. I think uh, well, I rolled a six. Stealth is based on your dexterity, so add six. Add six? So twelve. Twelve? Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, making your way back, no one seems to notice you really? as you flap your way into the window. And, and then uh, I drop my wild shape. Yeah. yeah, for a moment, Marin, you see just a little brown bat just flap its way into the room and just <laughs> all over the place. Uh. And then it's suddenly Kit. Ah! Okay. Well, I assume, given the noise outside, that it was a success. Oh, yeah, I mean, they couldn't stop me. Good to know. Cool. Well, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, I'm really tired. And these yeah. screams are just going to lull me right into sleep. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. 
Ooh. Okay. <laughs> well, the smoke ice is on fire. <laughs> Oh my god. And then it, ah! uh, <laughs> the elk, elk <laughs> And then from the mountains off we hear Dovaki. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. So like yeah, man, I'm so tired now. Oh. Uh. Oh, I need to go back. Sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Sleepy. Catch in the morning, totally uh, innocent friend. Indeed. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you can no tell Bull to come back in now. Okay. He's probably running laps in the, the hallway or something. He's probably oh, trying to put the thing out, the fire out. Yeah. Uh, actually, well. <laughs> uh, Marin, as you go... Uh. Uh, into uh, what is you and Silas's room, you see them both like looking up, like confused, and like looking out the window, like what the fuck just happened, but also having a very good idea what just fucking happened. Uh, and you see that Bull had a set of playing cards out there playing Go Fish. Aww. Aww. Cute. Because Bull doesn't know how to play anything more <laughs> intense. Uh, everything's fine. We're all fine here. I can see that. Yeah. Bull, you can go on back to your room now. Okay. And he, like, gathers up his cards. And he, like, he stops on his way out and looks at Silas. He's like, you gonna teach me how to play poker? And uh, Silas nods. He's like, yes, I'll teach you to play. We need to get the other two to help, but yes. (laughs) And... He's like, okay. And he just goes along on his way. I don't know why you're looking at me like that, because absolutely, I I genuinely did nothing. But you didn't stop him either. Hey. I am not one to stand in the way of someone's personal beef with their entire way of life, so. I'm not saying I disagree with you. Also, the concierge up front uh, is probably going to look at me like I uh, threatened his life uh, tomorrow. Maybe. Hmm. He kind of deserved it, though. I assumed. Yeah. Yeah, so just letting you know. Oh, you two just make friends wherever you go. Hmm. It's great, mm-hmm. isn't it? I'm tired. Let's go to bed. Sure. You sound <laughs> very chipper for someone who's tired. Uh, no, I mean, oh, I'm tired. Oh, stop looking at me like that. <laughs> All right. And he just follows you. Um, Bull comes back to your room, Kit, and he, like, pokes his head in. It's like, hi. Hey. Good job. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. Uh, (laughs) uh, keep what? I pull the window shut. Like, he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And he walks in, (laughs) like, really, really, like, I have no idea that anything happened. (laughs) 
my god. Uh, There's me, not a building burning outside. Yeah, there definitely isn't. This place no. has a terrible dragon problem that I know nothing about. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like someone just wandered into town and started causing trouble. We should go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he just like flops on his bed and within minutes you just hear Wow. Yep. I go to sleep. Alright. And that'll be a good spot to end for the night. We have a habit of going a half hour over now. Eh. It was a good <laughs> place to stop. People had the same reaction. Just like, eh. It was a good place to stop. Yeah. Um, but yes, thank you everybody for joining us for this ridiculous fucking stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was episode number 20. Yeah. It was. Indeed, twas. Game number 36. Yeah, game yep, number 36. Game 36, you're right. And, uh,. Uh, you can find us in all kinds of places. Like, uh, Weesh, tell us where you can find you. Oh, uh, usually you go through the the show stuff first. Uh, Do I? Yes. I think. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um, I just got thrown off. <laughs> Adventuring Company can be found in multiple places. There are links below. You can find our VODs on tw- uh, fucking YouTube. I'm doing this out of order. I am off my game. You can find uh, VODs on YouTube every Wednesday, and you can find podcasts of the stream uh, up every Wednesday morning as well. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple, fucking Google Podcasts. Uh, Twitter. Not Google Podcasts. Fucking Google back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I buy myself time by saying fucking Google <laughs> Podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Twitter uh, at, at Lauren ADB Co. And uh, other shit there. Uh, there's links to everything there as well. Weesh. Uh, you can find me at AM Kelly Writes on Twitter or at my website amkellywrites.com. Uh, I write stuff obviously from my handles uh i'm writing a book about D. uh yeah bye like uh you can find me at blakearwolf.com or blakearwolf on twitter b-l-a-k-e-r-w-o-l-f-e i just released a the first in a fantasy series yesterday uh, called the Crystal yeah. Eye, so that's going to be ninety nine cents for the first two weeks, um, and then the, I've got a couple other books in my backlist, like LGBT or a Lake Monster Horror novella, if you're into that. Uh, Lake Arcadia. Yeah, Lake Arcadia, and then um, I'm also almost done writing the second book in the series, which is going to come out February twenty second. So. Yeah, you can get updates on Twitter, on my website, sign up for a newsletter. Uh, I'm on Facebook, too, but nobody's there, so we're working on that. Taylor! Yo! Tell us what you do. I am a dungeon master. Uh. Uh, among other things. Uh, yeah, I I like DMing a lot, but uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, T-A-I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E, Taylor Wallace, spelled weird. Um, and you can find me at sonderediting.com because I am indeed 
an editor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I edited The Crystal Eye and Lake Arcadia and Jonathan's Letter. Indeed. And basically everything you've published. Yes. So I've got some shit under my belt now. Um, but uh, if you're mayhaps a writer and you need an editor who will not charge you your firstborn child, I find me at sonderediting.com. Yeah. Okay. Well, yep, that's all the shit. So uh, all right. join us next week for another stream at 5 p.m. Saturday, uh, Saturday 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you missed part of this stream, you can see uh, all of it posted Wednesday, like I said, on YouTube and uh, podcast platforms. And looking ahead, uh, letting everybody know that we will not have a stream on the 19th uh, because Blake is going to be doing a thing. I'm going to be doing a virtual convention Yeah, to get people to maybe buy some books. All the boxes for the books just arrived today or a couple days ago. So I'm excited. And uh, we're still deciding whether or not we're going to have something special for Christmas. So. Mm-hmm. But we will be streaming. Yeah. Yes, we will be streaming yeah. on the 26th. So have a good December, regardless of what holidays you do or don't celebrate. Happy Yule, Happy Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, all them fun things. Happy life. <laughs> In case you're an atheist. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Happy winter. Oh. Happy cold time. <laughs> wow. Or if you live in the southern hemisphere, happy warm time. <laughs> what an awkward fucking potato wow. right now. Uh, so I'm going to end this train wreck. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck you. You made it a train wreck long before. Oh, I finally I get my moment to be a train wreck. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll see you next week and bring your friends because we like having friends, friends and watchers. So indeed. Yeah. Uh, goodbye. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>